<laughs> oh, we're live. Hey. hey. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> once again to the Three Dudes Podcast. Hey. We're back, everybody. Yeah. A couple of weeks off. The guys you yeah. know and love. Yeah, that's about it. You know who they are. Yeah, you, know, you know you know who they are, and that's enough. We've been up to some Morty, good Morty. good things, Morty, the, uh, these past few weeks. We have. We've been enjoying some time. Morty. <laughs> Fuck, help me. It's the burpiest episode ever. <laughs> it's starting off with a bang. <laughs> we've been uh, we've been enjoying some times in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, uh-huh. man. We've been. Uh, uh, I've been. Playing uh, more video games than than would I've been reasonably be considered healthy for a for a thirty year old man. I turned thirty yeah. Uh, yeah. recently, uh, so now <laughs> to a new decade of your life. Yeah, which will be pretty similar to the one before it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hear. Thirty is the new twenty. Yeah. Nothing changes, really. Yeah. I mean, I dreaded it for so long, but it just ended up being the same. Fucking Germans. <laughs> Nothing changes. Fucking Nazis. <laughs> Nothing changes. I, changes. You know, you know what? Re- like, what really weirdly set me at ease was the fact that I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been as concerned about turning thirty if it wasn't for the fact that humans use base ten numbering. Yeah. <laughs> if we, <laughs> if true. we used anything else, this would, this wouldn't be a milestone. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we, had, if we had a base twelve system, you'd be like biting your nails at thirty-five. Yeah. Right. But as, but as it is, you're, you're, yeah, it's just, it's an arbitrary thing. You are what, going what, on. What, what you actually mean is, is 2012. Yeah. Base 12 number. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, know, I don't know how base 10 works. I, I don't know hexadecimals and all this I bullshit. I just shorted the fuck out. Like you said that to me and I went, Coney 2012. Coney 2012. Coney 2012. You're all fucking stupid. <laughs> Nobody knows what that is. Nobody knows what that is. We know, uh, what, that we is. know what that is. That, yeah. du- that dude is decomposing somewhere in the jungle. Yeah, right I now. know. And has been since before Coney 2012 started. Yeah, right. Most More likely. Than likely yeah. yeah. So anyway. But what if Coney ate a Coney? Wouldn't that be kind of silly? What, what if, Like Coney Baloney. Or got a Coney Island hot dog. <laughs> yeah. What if he did the Watusi like Gary Busey? What if Coney... I had a Coney. <laughs> what if what if Coney <laughs> with a side of baloney? What if Coney went to town riding on a pony, <laughs> stuck a feather in his cap and called it macaroni? <laughs> Coney's Coney pony. <laughs> and it would deliver Coney's, Coney's to bolo- Cody. <laughs> hey Tony. Co- oh, hey Cody. <laughs> Coney's baloney pony. What are you doing on that pony? Oh, I'm delivering bony. Baloney. <laughs> bony. <laughs> I'm delivering baloney to pony. Leave him alone. I'm Coney. I'm Coney. Bony? You mean Bony Maroney? <laughs> Leave me alone. So that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. First first pun of the yeah, reboot. We're right back to it. Right nothing back to nothing it. important. You guys, you guys remember here. old memes? We sure do. <laughs> yeah. Dude Farm remembers. <laughs> Dude Farm remembers. <laughs> uh so anyway, yeah. Uh we've been we've been having some good times here in here in Dude Land, yeah. here in Youngstown. Uh, but we're also fucked. We're because yeah. we're always fucked. We're just like cr- criminally fucked. There's, <laughs> <laughs> There's no way around it. Yeah, <laughs> how, how would you define criminally fucked? <laughs> I don't. Well, th- 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 there, there, there are definitions for that. I'm sure. <laughs> and I am not touching any of that. Yep. <laughs> criminally Nor would I. fucked. Nor would I. <sighs> criminally fucked. We are severely fucked. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I'd like to start off by saying that I, I'm. I'm. 
for the sake of good taste, for the, for the fact that I can't endorse someone like this, mm-hmm. I have to retract an earlier recommendation. Oh. Uh, you may remember uh, uh, an album I recommended called Ascend by, by uh, an Australian man named Pogo. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, shit. I knew this was going to come up with, between us eventually. He, he goes on the internet by Pogo. In reality, he's, he's an Australian man named Nick Burtkey. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to read this from uh, The Verge. Uh, this was an article from June 1st of this year, so a little over two weeks ago. Uh, remix artist Nick Burtke, better known online as Pogo, is a musician who turns songs and sounds from Disney films like Alice in Wonderland and Up into dreamy chillwave songs with millions of YouTube views. You know the drill. Um, earlier this week, a wildly homophobic video surfaced where Burtke states that he views, quote, gays as an abomination. Uh end quote, and cheers the 2016 massacre at the gay nightclub Pulse in uh, Orlando. Faced with immediate backlash, the musician is now trying to walk his statements back, nope. uh, claiming the internet has taken the video very far out of context and proportion. There is no context in which... No, there's no context in saying that a massacre is a good thing. It's a social, ex- uh, yep. social engineering. I just played <clears throat> all of you. Now, to illustrate that you guys are wrong, I'm going to follow this with all kinds of out-of-context shit from this show that makes us sound like <laughs> yes, monsters. It's, it's, it's a valid point. Yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I haven't seen the original video, and I would probably think that most people's reaction... I mean, the, the fact that this is blown up like this... They're probably not misrepresenting anything. No. Did but he it, say it was a joke? Uh, oh, they all, they prank, always bro. they always say it's just a joke. Just a prank. They just always a prank, do, bro. Bro, come on. In the video, which was filmed in 2016, Bert he addresses why he chose the username Fagatron for his YouTube channel. <laughs> Gotta hand it to him. <laughs> I've always had a very thorough... like. I'm not gonna laugh at the word Fagatron. <laughs> <laughs> I've always. God damn it! Gotta give it to him. I've always had a very thorough dislike of homosexuals he says i've never liked a grown man acting like a 12 year old girl i've always found that to be quite disgusting okay that's not a joke no, see the thing, no. the thing is we could rationalize the shit that we say as a joke yeah i can't see any way that's, for that to that's be that's not a, a joke. joke after mentioning that he has a quote fairly robust resentment of the gay community end quote <laughs> fairly robust <laughs> He goes on describes it like a like a like a like a Tonga truck or something. (laughs) He goes on to discuss the Pulse Massacre where 49 patrons of a gay nightclub were killed by a man who claimed allegiance to ISIS in both laudatory and Islamophobic terms. It's just fantastic, he says, fist pumping. It amazes me to see the West actually welcoming in a culture through the floodgates that once gays dead. I think that's fantastic. Uh, It's pretty hard to envision that ever being intended as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, many of these incidents were brushed off. Apparently, this wasn't the first time. Brushed off by Burt as stunts or social experiments. Part of a pattern where he disclaims responsibility for noxious ideas while still broadcasting them. Yeah. Which is which is kind of the key. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that kind of thing. You know, it's like the living ironically, uh, like uh, the 4chan kind of thing, right? Of just like, you know, people sowing chaos on the internet and claiming that uh, it's, it's, you know. I'm just messing with people. I'm just yeah. having a good time. Yeah, it's the the trouble is like like how how likely would you be to to say these things in real in a real life open forum going into like your local town hall meeting for instance where you know you you don't know whether you're going to be surrounded with like-minded people and you and you stand up and say, "Well, I I personally I think all the all the gay people in Adelaide should just fucking die." Yeah. And like, you know, you never do it. 
You'd never do it. And it's because people's, it has still hasn't sunk in with people that the internet is an open forum where no matter what, mm-hmm. you are still accountable for what you say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You are, you are, you always have been, you always will be. Unless you're on 4chan. <laughs> unless you're on 4chan. Unless you do it totally anonymously. Yeah. Totally anonymously. You are always, always accountable for what you say on the internet. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't get to brush it off as a joke or, or anything like that because it, if you're not willing to enter it into public record, don't fucking don't say, it, say right? it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. I think about the number of risque things that we have broached on this show. Yeah, think, for sure. And I kind <laughs> of think, I, I think I stand behind yeah, most, I do too. Of, I, most everything that has ever happened on this show. I, I, as someone who has regularly <laughs> said the most outrageous shit I can think of yeah. when I have a microphone in front of me, <laughs> um, I, I, I'd stand behind all of it. It's uh, If I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. And I, like, yeah. If, if someone's offended, I'm sorry. But uh, Well, this is why we have Mr. Bucket to kind of take yes. the heat for us. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, well, see, I think there's 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 a, a very distinct difference. <laughs> sorry, I'm doing the Mr. I'm doing the Mr. Autism thing. Mr. Autism. Yeah. <laughs> With the hands over the head. There's a very distinct difference, though, between like saying shit just for shock value and dedicating like an entire video to just being like, like, all right, pulse, well done. Yeah. You know, there. I think. I think with us, our intent is pretty obvious. Yeah, I think so. But but there are some humorless fucks in the oh, world. Oh, for sure, there are. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not listening to this show. Gosh, I our show that. our show is for people with a sense of humor. That's I true. Sure I hope say, so. The people who listen, who I at least I <laughs> talk to, who listen to the show, seem to you know kind of be on our wavelength here with yeah. most of this. I sort of feel like anyone without a sense of humor would be offended by this show for a whole lot of reasons. Sure. <laughs> and like yeah. not even just one specific kind of person. Sure, but if sure, but if you listen to to all our serious discussion, you know, yeah. I I don't think there would be any doubt in anyone's mind that we're as, you know, we're we're about as as leftist as you can reasonably be with you know without yeah without delving into I still don't even know if that's the, true the darker exactly. Characters. I don't well, know what I am anymore. <laughs> I, well, I just mean like in terms of in terms certainly of social attitudes yeah. towards other so, right. certainly other left people. of center, yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's I don't I think anyone anyone who listens to the podcast regularly would gather that, yeah, yeah, knows that we're not homophobes. We don't actually think that Jews run the world, <laughs> right? <laughs> From a secret cabal, oh, we, like, oh, we don't, oh, we don't think, don't think that. that. <laughs> Is that that's true. Uh, I'm gonna write that down. Uh, I learned something today. <laughs> Who run the world? Jews. <laughs> uh, that's like one of the weirdest. Isn't that, isn't that yeah. a, like one of the strangest and most unfortunate yeah. ongoing beliefs? And, and also good for them. Like if, even if it was true, like those people fucking suffered yeah. for thousands of years. <laughs> good, good for them. Let them run it. Give, give let the, the Jews have a crack yeah, at it. Let the Jews have a crack at that, even though they're not going to be able to hit it very far. <laughs> Man, yeah. out of one hole and into Bam. another one. <laughs> All right. That was one of my favorite. You guys remember the movie Airplane, of course, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was one of my favorite gags at Airplane is they're looking for, like, reading material. And he's yeah. like, I, I know nah, something just really light reading material. Oh, how about this leaflet? Famous Jewish sports legends. <laughs> 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 yeah, da, 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 da. Jews. Yeah, Jews. Yeah. The Jews. Yeah, people are shitty, man. It's yeah. it's like I I told I think I said the last time we were all together like I can't enjoy some of my favorite movies now 
you know, yeah. just because of the people that are in them or had a hand in them, you know? Yeah. I haven't picked up Braveheart in a while because I just, I get so skeeved <laughs> yeah. out by Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson right. Yeah, I know. And, and yet Braveheart, it, it's, I love that mm-hmm. movie. All yeah. his, a lot of his movies are very good. Apocalyptico. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a very good movie. Well, he also doesn't show up in that one. Yes, he does. But he directed it. I know that yeah. he had a hand in it. Yeah. Um, it just. Probably both hands. Yeah, probably both hands. <laughs> and a toe. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, uh, sugar tits. Well, this brings up an interesting <laughs> question because it's like, you know, because I recommended an album that, that, you know, on its own is very good. Yeah. But the guy who made it is a raging homophobe and, and shit heel, uh, internet troll. You know, so, this, this is the thing that keeps bothering me. This is, is uh, Michael Jackson's, uh, <laughs> the Michael D- uh, Jackson paradox. Yeah, it really yeah. is. <laughs> right. It's know. like, how much can we separate an artist from their work? It's hard. Yeah, it's It's hard. way harder when their face is the work. Yes. Like with actors. Bill Cosby is a good example. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh-huh. Absolutely. You know, it's even it's even harder when it's like their ideas are their work. Sure. Like, a, like Bill Cosby or like a yeah. Louis C.K. kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, it fucks with me because, again, so many of his remixes are, are uh, from Morty. Morty Disney properties. Mm-hmm. Which, if you've seen any Disney movie in the last 10 years, you know how, how like, aggressively inclusive yeah. they've, they've been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I find it so hard to imagine that the dude that thought the Pooh Bear thing would make a great song, and then it did. Like, I find yeah. it like, hard to imagine that kind of person. Hop onto any well-traveled Tumblr blog sometime and, and see what you can find about, about Frozen. How many different interpretations there are about Frozen <laughs> and, and what it, what exactly it relates to, particularly in regards to, to sexuality. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, because Disney does, they they like to kind of just kind of try and slide this in under the radar. So it it you know, it'll come in in your family movie, but it won't be like you know. So Disney wants to slide in secretly and come in in your family movie. <laughs> Disney wants to come well, in your family. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney Corporation. <laughs> uh, the point the point being that that that's really. <laughs> That's re- that's really the ultimate way I think to to foster acceptance is to ma- is to behave as though as though people of of, of other races, religions, sexualities, mm-hmm. orientations, it, it's like no, it's no big deal. Yeah, they're 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 just there, and it's, it's not a huge deal. You know, kind of like you know, real life. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, exactly. That's that's that that is yeah. I think the the best way to foster. Uh, uh, acceptance and inclusivity is to is to just make it like so so (laughs) it's so weird because we live in the strangest times right and like like i was listening to some people the other day and i'm not going to name who they were they were talking about uh the new star wars movie is coming out right yeah and so the new star wars movie is like directed by a black woman i guess or maybe it was solo i don't know what movie it was i heard this from them solo Uh, was uh richie cunningham oh oh, was it ron howard yeah okay I heard I heard it wasn't great. It wasn't. Mm. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, but I know it went through four director changes, and they had to stop production of the movie so they could teach the guy who plays Han Solo how to act. Oh god! Yeah, that's right. He I got, remember reading that. Well, they, he, he got the part because he looks good, but he doesn't know how to act. I heard Donald Glover was the only saving grace of that movie. Yeah, yeah well, because Donald Glover is incredible. Yeah, he <laughs> absolutely nailed the role of Lando Calrissian. Well, just, I mean. When you get when you get three pretty good movies yeah. in a row, mm-hmm. you know you're you're bound for sure. uh, you know yeah. So you're not, you're not gonna hit all of them. Yeah, sure. So on the Star Wars thing, right? It's yeah. like I don't know which movie it is. It's directed by a black woman, right? Which by itself it's like okay, that's uh, like it's like in a vacuum, it's like that's just a detail. But everything ends up politicizing people 
now because we live in hell. Sure. So it's like, <laughs> so to some people, that's like, like, oh God, they're, they're like, some people are like over the moon, so excited. This is like what needed to happen. And then other people react to that like, well, who cares who it is? We just want a competent director. And your enthusiasm is actually kind of annoying to me. Yeah. And just people, it's like, for some reason, everything has to be a fight. A very similar thing happened when, uh, uh, before the, re- uh, the release of Far Cry 5, like a few months before. Yeah, I remember, yeah. There was a, there was a rumor circulating that the protagonist was a black woman. Mm-hmm. In reality, your protagonist is whatever, whatever gender and race you choose. Okay. It's, it's, it, your character is you or whatever you choose yourself to be in that game. Yeah. Um, and, but people freaked out about it. Right. People freaked out about like, you know, oh, this, you know, this is Ubisoft pushing racial diversity, you know, and it's, you're right. Everything has to be politicized. Everything has to be a fucking fight. Yeah. For some people that just feels like it's in their, like something being shoved in their face, which says way more about them than about the subject matter. Yeah. It's because people want to feel fucking important. They want to have like a, like a big, loud, dumb opinion (laughs) that they can, that they can crusade with. And that's how they, they feel important because they got nothing else going on in their fucking lives. And like, well, it's, it's important to know that there are times when, when people shove shit down our throat. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like I would cite the Ghostbusters remake as a good example of that. That was a pure cash grab. Yeah. To capitalize mm-hmm. on the political mm-hmm. climate. It was pretty, it was pretty cynical. It was a, a pretty uh, transparent, you know, uh, cash grab option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cap- it wasn't even just the movie itself. It was, it was this, it was the studio reaction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doing a, doing a Ghostbusters movie with four female leads is not a big deal. Right. Until it becomes, well, if you don't go see it, yeah, exactly. You probably hate women, Ex- exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, you know. And then it's like, well, well, hold on. Can't the movie just sure. suck if it sucks, or be good if it's yeah. good? Like, why does it? Why do I have to see this movie for fucking moral reasons? Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I, I Ocean's wa- Eight is going to be another good example of that, which I, you know, <laughs> I want. Which I'm going to, I'm going to go see it. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not going to not go. I like movies, so yeah. I'm going to go see movies i watched it because uh it was halloween and my girlfriend wanted to watch it and i thought it was okay yeah it's okay and and that was my impression it's okay and also because melissa mccarthy i think is kind of cute yeah and she's really funny yeah she is really funny i keep god this is like the third day in a row people around me are talking about melissa mccarthy Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's really well it's because we're you know you, you don't hear so much about uh, funny women, you know what I mean, and not because women are inherently not funny. You it's, know, it's funny though. Like when you hear about funny women, it's like making a point. It's yeah, like, right, look exactly. At, and she's a woman, and how funny she is. It's <laughs> like you guys got to stop doing that. Right. Yeah, there have been plenty of very, very funny women. Yeah, you know, uh, I would argue Joan Crawford is in the top ten greatest comedians <laughs> of all time. Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. hands down. But you know, people don't talk about you know Betty White. Betty White, Joan Crawford. Why can I not picture Joan Crawford? Oh, Joan Crawford, Joan Rivers. Jesus Christ, what an idiot! Oh, got, got my Jones, my Jones mixed up. Okay. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta up keep up with up the Jones. Joneses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you. Uh, I got. I'm picking, I'm picking up what you're laying yet down yet again. Yeah, I'm yeah. smelling what you're stepping in. Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers, yeah. not Joan. Joan Crawford, you know, good actress. But. Johnny Rivers. <laughs> Johnny, old man River. Secret <laughs> agent man. Old man River. <laughs> Joan by his. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, what about you, Chris? Why, Why do you feel I fucked? fucked? How fucked are you? I want you to know that I've practiced all week 
Did you do the Morty burp? Did you do the Morty burp? All right. Every time I burped, I would go, Morty, ah, damn it, like I'm too late. I practice all week to be able to burp the word Morty. So you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> Ugh. That's why they listen. Yeah, that's they why listen. they come here for the burps. See what if I have a big enough burp stored up, I just recite the vowels. Yeah, E-E-I-O-U. Morty. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> See that way you don't have to say it after because I just did. It. Anyway, I'm feeling um, I'm feeling particularly fucked because uh, as 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 we know, the new Pokemon game is was announced. Oh man! Uh, for the Switch, yeah. Don't tell me there's something bad about Pokemon. No, no the new game looks incredible. <clears throat> okay. It's going to be, it's going to. Uh, let me talk about the really good stuff here. Uh, it's going to follow the Pokemon Go formula of catching things. If you've seen any gameplay footage from it, which has been out because there it was like playable on the floor at E3. Ooh, um, okay. It, it follows the Pokemon Go format where you you use the motion controls on the Switch to. Or, you know, you could buy the Pokeball, which I'm going to buy. Of course. <laughs> and, you, and you throw the, the ball to catch the Pokemon, just like you did in Pokemon Go. I think we all remember, you yeah. know, Pokemon Go. Same catch mechanic. Same catch mechanic. And the, but it's Gen 1. It's, it's Gen 1. So there's battling in it, just like in Gen 1. The only difference is you don't battle to weaken the Pokemon that you're catching. They're just, you're not walking in tall grass like you were. They're yeah. just out in the wild. You can see the Pokemon. So if you see something you like, they, they you know, just like on Pokemon Go, from different times of the day, you can, you know, go up and see them walking around in the wild. Okay. So you can catch them in the wild just by seeing them without having to walk into tall grass. It's not a surprise when you see something. Well, that's kind of <laughs> interesting. So, yeah, there's no battling. There's no battling to weaken the Pokemon, but there's battling with trainers. There's battling with gyms. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea behind this is to... Uh, uh, People who aren't familiar with the Pokemon games, it's it's without you know making them do the grind. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 taking a lot right. of that grinding out. It's making it more accessible, which is a good <clears throat> thing. And enough people are already bitching about it because they're oh, I don't want to do my Pokemon game. <laughs> you know, it's it's they're doing it for a reason. The, Nintendo's always been all about accessibility. Yeah. And they're just trying to get new people into Pokemon. That's yeah. all it is. And then well, hell, it, half the kids that are going to play this game. Yeah, this is their first experience. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And that's the point. And old and older people, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Because there's a lot of folks who are in their 40s who bought a switch. Uh, just like there were a lot of folks in their 40s and elderly who bought the Wii when it came out. Yeah, right. For that reason, it was accessible. It was designed to do that. Right. It was the, um, definitely the old people friendliest console right. of all time. <laughs> and people are bitching. And this is not why we're fucked. People are bitching about it, uh, you know. Uh, but we all know when Gen 8 rolls out next year, that Pokemon game <laughs> is going to be exactly what everybody wants and, you know, so on and so forth. Sure. I am particularly fucked myself because uh this new game is going to work in coordination with pokemon go uh and the from what i understand you're going to be able to trade your pokemon from pokemon go from gen one into uh the new pokemon game Mm -hmm. which is great except it means i have to start playing pokemon go again (laughs) which by itself is not good yeah it's better i mean it's certainly better than when probably when you played it there's a lot of cool stuff. There's gym badges. I've been playing it again. You started playing it again? So they made me. The, mm-hmm. They made me play it again, and I and the people at work love it, so I picked <laughs> it up again. It's better. Trading is going to get introduced this week in an update. We're going to be able to trade with each other now. Oh, all yeah, right. which is cool. But here's the thing, like, I, and it's it's a it's a good time waster, but like. I'm like traveling around to hit Pokestops. I'm hitting all the gyms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, this is it's now it's now an ordeal. 
It's, <laughs> it's becoming it's becoming a thing. Do you know what yep. I mean? Where I'm putting it's one of those fast cash games where like if you want more stuff, you got to put real world money into it. Yeah. I will tell you this: they they did add a, a mechanic where the longer you have your Pokemon in a gym, mm-hmm. it'll give you coins to buy things in the shop, which is great. Because I've been going around and battling at the gyms, and I've been getting free money basically to purchase <laughs> in the shop. But of course, I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. I went into it. My Pokemon Go. I, I mean, like I went nuts here, man. You about to load it up right now? Yeah. I mean, I like so. Okay, so uh, my fiance is at level 22. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit ahead of me. Now I need to. See she had been is. playing for a little bit. In two weeks and two days, I am at her level. Just a little bit behind her, and uh, I am f- my my team is fucking jacked. <laughs> you know, I want to think this is cool. I desperately want to like it's cool. it. It's definitely cool. It's also a cash grab thing. Sure, but, but it just drives me bananas. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, well, especially like it's a game you can't play in your home. That from the outset <laughs> is frustrating to me. It's a game you can't play in your home. Right, I can play in my home because they show up at my home. Well, they never, yeah, they never show up <laughs> they, here. They, they, right, that's because there's no stops around you. I'm, yeah. I'm right next to yeah, a couple I'm, stops and a gym. And I think probably a lot of people can't play it yeah, from sure. their home. Exactly. I'm, I'm not a fan of any game I can't comfortably play in my underwear with all the lights off. Right, <laughs> right. I agree. But like, if you look at my team here. Like, this is, I've got, I went nuts, man. I got. <laughs> I got okay. a bunch of the ones that are really hard to get because you have to have special items to evolve them. Uh, so I got a slow king. I got a Kingdra. Nice. I have four cloisters because that was a challenge. I have a Polyrath. All these, I, like all my Pokemon are buff. I just caught an Articuno last night. Nice. Like, I got one of those. Yeah. I'm, like I'm going nuts here, man. I'm going fucking crazy playing this game. But the thing is, I've already put money into it. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's just like every other, you know, pay to play game on mobile. Um, of which there are a lot of them that are very good. Fire Emblem, the Fire Emblem game on mm-hmm. mobile. My boss, uh, uh, I'm going to name drop him here. My boss sunk a lot of money into that game. <laughs> what so, do you mean by a lot? <laughs> <laughs> so there, Maybe we don't want to know. So there's, yeah, am I going to be mad? There's millions of people playing the Fire Emblem game online in the US and the UK and Japan. Yeah. My boss was in the top five in the world. No. Okay. And the only way that you get that far is, you know, reasonably by dumping money into it. How much did he spend, Chris? Chris, how I, much I don't did want, he spend, there's people, Chris? There's people who I work with who listen to this show. Okay, so you're not so going to say. I'm not going to name a specific okay. number, but I, I will. I will I'll <laughs> maybe, tell you, you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't say anything at all. I, 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 yeah. It, you're going to tell me off mic, though, right? I'll tell you off mic. It yeah, was a, it was a significant mic. amount of money. It was it was like an amount. I'm going to tell you guys off Here, mic. Do me a favor. Write it down. Just write it down. Uh, Just write it down right there. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. look at it. I'm Wait. not going to say this. <laughs> yeah, let me. Uh, you're going to drop your jaw when you see it. Uh let me get a look at this. Uh-huh. Uh no. Uh-huh. Wait. No. Wait, let me see. Okay, that's not as bad as I was worried. No. no. <laughs> it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. That's a lot been of money. Be- could have been better too. This is a mobile game we're talking about. <laughs> a- I know. Now, here's the advantage. I I believe he sold his account for more than that. Well, good. Yeah, I, okay. be- I believe he ended up selling See, his account when he, he was done playing the game. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't really know 
how much money I put into World of Warcraft when I was still playing it. Mm-hmm. But when I met you guys, I was still playing World of Warcraft. I was, yeah. I was yeah. still like the the highest HP tank in my guild. Uh, you know, we had we had been doing uh, uh, Ice Crown twenty five runs for a while, and uh, uh, I can I can remember sinking so much time. Not even not even for like the return of like competing and and getting onto a leaderboard or whatever, but for the return of making farming enough fucking herbs to make enough fucking elixirs first for my guild to use in raids and then for me to sell or trade for other craftable items yeah. like like gems and uh 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 special cold resistant armor for nax 25 and it's it's like i i can't even remember what the what the whole end game of it was, right. it was there it wasn't was, there isn't one you 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 quest to get more powerful gear so that you can beat bosses that give you even more powerful gear. Sure. Right, but then uh, you need of course more powerful gear right. next more powerful sure. boss. Sure. And then and then you're at the top of the heap, you got the most powerful gear and then X-Pack drops. Yeah. And then you got to do it all again. Just 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 is everything futile? Yeah. No. <laughs> See, everything so we here's do, the thing. Is like, everything we do so just wasting time until we die? Yes. Yeah. yeah, well yeah. yeah. But there's a, there's a big there, there was recently a big content update for Rainbow Six Siege, and I realized that, like, no matter how much time I put into that game, winning a match, which doesn't take any longer than 15 to 20 minutes, is always satisfying. Yeah. And if I lose, I still get something out. Sure. I still get renown, or I've completed a daily challenge, like play a, play three matches as an attacker. Yeah. You know, something real fucking easy that just gives me free in-game money. Yeah. yeah, right. I was talking, we were talking earlier about Halo. We were watching some of the old cutscenes for the Halo games. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Halo 3 was out, I played a lot of SWAT, which was, yeah. if, you, if you never were into Halo uh-huh. at all, um, SWAT was no shields, battle rifles, and pistols, no grenades. So it was all headshots. Mm-hmm. The, the name of the game was headshots. You got right. to you have to be fast enough to aim and hit people in the head before they aim and hit you in the head. Right. Um, yeah. I was rank 47 or 48 in SWAT. No shit. Before I stopped playing. <laughs> no shit. My goal was to get all the 50 was the highest rank that you could get in SWAT. Oh, I don't know what I thought you meant. I thought you meant like number 48 in the world or something. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I will tell you uh, when uh, NCAA 07 came out. When oh, that's right. They had like a little like ranking mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 was general. And if you got to, right, like, my goal was right. to get to general and then just stop because like that's like the thing yeah. is once you got past level 45, rank 45, uh, if you lost one match, you would plummet. I yeah. mean, like you would yeah. go down four ranks if you lost one match so i got up to 48 it was as high as i got and i remember thinking to myself i played for hundreds of hours halo 3 i remember thinking like i I can't you know i can't do this to myself i can't keep i had to go i'm like let me just pick something else because i couldn't do it it's brutal Um, i will tell you i was top 100 in the nation when ncaa 07 came out yeah that was it was that summer in uh you know uh before school started back up and online was big on uh, you know xbox live right. uh, for the 360 right uh i was in the top 100 i was in the 70s huh. uh, in the, I, I had a record of uh at the times like 111 and eight um <laughs> games online it's pretty um, ridiculous yeah it's pretty good i was in the top 100 in the nation that was, was like my crowning video game achievement i was very good at those games i'm still pretty good at them yeah you're still really good at them <laughs> yeah 
That's yeah. why we don't play them that much <laughs> <That's right>. anymore. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, I was really good at that one in particular. I think I told you the your favorite Chris Brady story. Actually, it was uh, well, which one? I was I was winning seventy to yeah. nothing, and at the last play <laughs> of the game, I threw an interception that the guy returned for a touchdown, uh, and I freaked. And out. you still won. Yeah. That I still game. won. I won seventy to seven. <laughs> but it was like the last play of the game. He returned an interception for a touchdown, and I just smashed. <laughs> my controller to a million pieces and destroyed parts of my bedroom because I'm an autist. And then literally <laughs> threw your hands up to God and screamed why, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the most like, like, like I, a biblical level. Like I broke down in a heap because <laughs> I was thinking like, what am I doing? Like it's, 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 I won. A like, truly it, biblical yeah. freak out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. Pay to play shit, man. It's it's it, for sure. You know, mobile games in general are, are really bad about that. But you know, yeah, I, I think why I'm particularly fucked is because I knew what I was getting into when I started again. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's okay. I don't have a I don't have a problem spending the money because I like Pokemon. And I like Nintendo, but it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating. And then like the other like yesterday, we went out to Austin Town Park to get some of the gyms and the stops. There was a raid. Yeah, going on that was like a level three raid, and uh, we won twice in a row. And nice. it kicked us out at four seconds. Like we were right at the, we were counting down the timer. It times you. There's 120 seconds to do the raid. And we were just strong enough to get them all the way, the bar all the way down. Yeah. And at four seconds, it won't let you attack anymore. And we, we had like, it's like one more hit and this, the big boss battle would have been done. Uh, and they booted us out twice whoa. in a row. Oh so I was God. very angry. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, but it's irritating. It's like any, it's like anything. You drove there. Mm. You're doing well. And you feel like you got snaked out from idea. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pay to play. <sighs> pay to play. You know, I'm playing Fallout Shelter, and I'm finding I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. I didn't think it was going to be any. I didn't like it when it was out. It's a, it's a time waster. The yeah. best part about it so far is that I have a guy that came from the wasteland wearing clergy robes, and I named him King Dad, and he makes babies all day. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a like a pope hat on, and he just his whole job is to fuck. You would really like Dwarf Fortress. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would love Dwarf Fortress. I'm just going to write that down. I'm going to look into that later. <laughs> Um, why are you, why are you fucked there? Buddy? I will tell you why I'm fucked. Uh, is that uh, so recently I was over, I was at my dad's place doing Father's Day stuff, right? And uh, we were talking about so my brother and uh, my sister in law really love Naked and Afraid. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, the show, the show. <laughs> right? Yes, the show. <laughs> they, they love being naked, and frightened, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> You know, they just they take their clothes off and get scared. It's a good time. <laughs> Strip me, Daddy. It's <laughs> them watching the original Grudge movie <laughs> naked in their living room floor. Uh, so they they watching really X Files with no lights on. <laughs> they're really into this show, and I'm I'm I couldn't I was I was like talking with them, going, okay, but yeah, it's reality TV, right? You know, it's like the danger is never really real, is it? I mean, it's reality TV. Like they're in the business. Of making you think right. that something's happening that's not happening. Clever editing tricks and yeah. yada yada. So, you know, we're talking about this and I'm just going, I just don't I just I just don't think it's something that appeals to me. I sit down to watch it. I hate how much I love it. Yeah. I hate how much <laughs> I love it. It's interesting. Yeah. It's they do a really good job of, of making you 
I hate it. Because it's one of those shows where you go, I would never do this. And then you keep watching it. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah. Well, like, I popped on an episode because they were like, you know, have you ever really watched it? And I was like, yeah, I'm certain I've seen an episode. Mm-hmm. You know, which I had. I couldn't remember much about the show. <laughs> Morty. Morty. Uh, so I pop it on. It's on Hulu. There's like uh, three seasons available on Hulu right now. I, I watched like six today. Yeah. I watched like six <laughs> episodes mm-hmm. today. I can't get... I, I don't know. I know... How dumb it is! It's dumb. Yeah, it's re- it's almost certainly dumb. Oh, it's man. very dumb. See, I've uh, and I've gone on 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 and on on this show before about Iron Chef and how much I love Iron Chef. Oh yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, the Iron Chef wins. It's, yeah, yeah. right. It's not like I I don't know. I'm not. See, you're not watching Memory it for. Serves. You're not watching it because you're expecting it to be genuine. No. I'm not. I'm not watching it believing that, like you know, Chairman Kaga is furious that this yeah, upstart I dares know, right? challenge his Iron <laughs> Chef. Oh my god! <laughs> but what a great show! But it's oh, what it's a great show. It's the Amazing. theatrics of it all. It's the spectacle of the whole thing. Yeah, uh, it really is. It's yeah. every. Sometimes you just need a spectacle. You just need something to watch and turn your brain off and just be like, yeah. you know, I know this is fake. I know. I know the, all the tricks they're doing f- for it. But yeah, it's something to stimulate my brain while I do other things. You well, know? Squeeze on. Uh, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. What? Take it. <laughs> Say it. Go. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, this could be some kind of uh, uh, bean sauce. I'm, I'm really not sure. Uh, yes, we'll see later in the second <laughs> yes. well, well, bean sauce, Doc says. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Yeah. In the pan, the, the, the challenger has fresh chili paste, cream, uh, leeks and human and, semen and, and human semen. Oh, human semen! You say? Wonder where he got that? Well, this is Japan, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's uh, the reason I feel fucked is just that, like, I cannot believe how much. I mean, I, and I and I yeah. know I know all the moves. It's stupid. Yeah. I know all the moves. You watch enough reality TV, you know it. Yeah. You know the moves. They have like this uh, very familiar format. Yeah. They interject fake drama. They create fake struggle. There's a moment where someone cries and the music cues you to feel emotional because it, it, I just can't do yeah. it. Yeah, like a half they, second before the music changes. They so introduce you know, some harsh minor strings when you, yeah. they want you to hate someone and what they're doing. They, they, they do a, a cut right before the commercial where it looks like something's going to happen that totally doesn't happen. Right. You know what? You know who really fucking pisses me off with that is those fucking Storage Wars shows. Oh, really? Yeah. Every Were they time, re- getting ready to open the lid? Every time they cut to commercial, they're, they're like, oh, well, you, you got to. An old bicycle here that's good for like 50 bucks. We got like these dressers. What, oh, wait, is what the this? hell is this? It cuts a commercial. Yeah, I hate that. And then, and then, and then <laughs> I you go, it's coming it's, every time, and I hate it. You come back, and it's either nothing yeah. or maybe it's interesting, but it's just like a device. It doesn't really, yeah, you know, it's, it's and, there to keep you watching. And also, if Daryl from the original series is any indication, the producers plant shit there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> that's the thing is, that's what I, it bothers me because I know. Yeah. I know how phony this shit is. <laughs> yeah. But it clearly actually stresses these people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, and they're naked and they're afraid. <laughs> <laughs> they're both naked and afraid of this, I can assure you. Well, uh, all right. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's it it drives me nuts. I know the beats, but I still love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, you just, you just need a spectacle sometimes, huh? Yeah, I guess so. even even if you see past the smoke and mirrors, just being there for the spectacle is fine. 
I think I think all three of us are the kind of people who, if we go to a magic show and we see exactly how the magician is doing his trick, we're not going to blurt out, "Hey, he's got a he's got a fucking yes mirror behind there," because right. that would make you an asshole. Right. right. <laughs> but right. later, I will privately off to the side be like, "That was bullshit." Right. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't ruin it for like the five year olds in the crowd who are <laughs> actually there for the magic show. I actually had that experience when I went to the Ripley's Museum in Austin, mm-hmm. and I went with uh, Joe, mm. and we were sitting watching this guy do a thing where you know he hands out a paper and writes something significant on it and then he you know supposedly sets it on fire and then he tells you what you wrote anyway but there's a swap involved and all that and i'm I'm, I'm sitting next to joe who keeps looking at me like you know do you see what he did do you see what he did (laughs) i'm like Uh, no i didn't uh, but for god's sake don't start talking about it oh there's an episode of the it crowd where uh where um show uh roy's roy's boss uh who is the son of the original boss who ends up jumping out of a window (laughs) one of the most one of my favorite internet gifts ever uh, one of those abandoned thread gifts. He just calmly gets up, walks over to the window, opens it, and steps out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, his son takes over the company, and and Roy is watching a movie with this guy. And the whole time, he's like, "She's dead the entire time." No, 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 wait. She's ha- in a dream the entire time. No, 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 wait. She's actually the killer. No, 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 wait. It just keeps the whole movie is just trying to guess the spoiler before it occurs. Uh, and funny. Roy's Roy's just there, like, fuck. <laughs> It's like that. You gotta. Sometimes you just gotta let the spectacle roll, sure. and, and right. you know, just experience things. Yeah, I've been unashamed about my love of the original run of Sixteen and Pregnant when it was on MTV. <laughs> yes, I was. You have told. I us. was fucking yeah. hooked to that show. It's just. It's such good junk food. Uh, oh this my shit. god! Yeah, it was just great. Yeah, like I had my favorite dads. I had my favorite moms. Yeah, I mean, it was just like I was fucking hooked. Well, it's funny because when you when you when someone asks you like, "Hey, you know, I got some free time. What, what should I be watching on Netflix?" Your answers are going to be things like Breaking Bad. Yeah, right. Trailer you Park know, Boys. Trailer Park Boys. One of the recommendations that I'm going to be making later, <coughs> something uh. like that. But you never think of these shows, and on some level, aren't they like? Exactly as entertaining, even if they're clearly worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get. I suppose so. Sure. They're they're a different kind of entertaining. Yeah, it's yeah. for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. The the um to to the producers' credit, they go to great lengths to establish storylines and characters that the viewers can get behind. And, yeah, and true. so when something good happens to a character you like, yeah, you're you're all excited and you can talk about it at the water cooler the next day at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sort of like the difference between street smarts and book smarts, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. you know what I mean. It's 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 good for two different reasons. You know. Yeah, there's like high art, and then there's just fun. Yeah. You know. Uh. Uh. uh, uh what's the show with those four dudes? Um. Oh, practical, the four dudes. Show. Practical jokers. jokers. Yeah. Oh, so the, the four dudes. The four dudes show. show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Four, our, yeah. our sister <laughs> podcast with Donald, uh, <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, uh, and uh, and and Crumb. Kristoff. <laughs> oh, and also and also Todd. Yeah, Todd. Right. Donald, <laughs> Bernie. Crumb and, and Todd. Todd. Todd from Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's just Todd from <laughs> Bernie Sanders. And Todd from Breaking Bad. The guy who played Crumb, Victor Crumb in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> and Donald Trump. Bernie, and Donald Trump. Bernie Sanders on Impractical Jokers, though, would be the greatest thing. Oh, ever. yeah. Before, now, before I sell you this bag of chips, I need to just smell you a little bit. <laughs> I would let Bernie Sanders smell me. Oh, yeah. I would let him. Give me a big sniff. Yeah, just give me a whiff. <laughs> I don't mind. 
Not that anyway, weird. I think it's about time we took ourselves a little break, boys. We're, yes, yeah, we're running long, but you know what? Yeah, we haven't been we haven't been around in a yes. while, so we're we're kind of stretching our legs back into this podcast yeah. thing. So, all right, yeah. All well, right. when we come back, uh, we're gonna have an all new edition of Reality or Bullshit. Yay! Let's see if Ham and Drog can successfully sniff out. Will the boys sniff out the truth from the lie, or will they be fooled once again and duped? How them Duke boys gonna get out of this one? <laughs> We'll find out when we come back after this. All right. Hey, guys, you've been uh, listening to and enjoying the Three Dude cast. We hope you've been enjoying it anyway. But if you have, hit mash that like button. Yeah, smash that fucking like button. <laughs> it looks like a heart on SoundCloud, I think. I yeah, think something so. like that. And if you really want to hear more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us. Yeah, or rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. And we're everywhere. And SoundCloud, just, everywhere. We're yeah. always with you. Uh, always. And welcome back. Hey, everybody. This is the Three Dudes Podcast. You're tuned in, obviously, or else you wouldn't be here on SoundCloud. This is episode number 49. Yeah. Or wherever Morty. you find fine podcasts. <laughs> Morty. Morty. Uh, we, yeah, this is a refined podcast, a refined taste, brought to you by refined gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, brought to you by Sick Bastard Industries. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Sponsored, as always, by Roger Sick Bastard mm-hmm. Industries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And as such, uh, we are we are attempting to to intellectually thin the population with another round of reality or bullshit. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. According to Ooh. according to uh, uh, according to this, all Roger Sick Bastard employees who who answer incorrectly will be sterilized. Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah, I thought I thought it, I thought I thought it, it was nice for him to mix things up a little bit. The unfortunate thing is that Sick Bastard Industries is entirely child labor. Yes, right. So really, didn't even give him a chance. Well, no. see now, me being the host, he wanted to be, he wanted it to be fair, so I, 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 he sterilized me automatically. <laughs> so, which that's fine. I was it's it's all right. It's all right. Um, so we talked a few episodes ago about nature and how how cool nature is. Um, yes, y'all know drafts. <laughs> uh, I feel like the answer to that is kinda. <laughs> <laughs> well, giraffes. Uh, they got real long necks, yeah? They're they're kind of like if you if you if you put a horse in a vice grip and just tied the other end to a to a big old fucking Toyota and just like <laughs> put the pedal to the floor and its head managed not to rip off. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, horses are very elastic. This right. is uh, They're like made out of like whatever Gumby's made yeah, out of. Yeah, that's why glue right. comes from horses, right? Right. Yeah. Right. They're like real stretchy. Read Richard's spirit animal. <laughs> as as the canon dictates. You know they actually like grind up horses to make stretch Armstrongs. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a stretch Armstrong. That was my favorite thing about it. Well, yeah. So that smelled like a wet blanket. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's where you have it. That's, a, that's where drafts come from. That's uh, pretty much proves evolution wrong. Good. Christians want atheist zero. <laughs> Over here. But uh, so anyway. <laughs> so anyway. It's a weird start. So anyway, giraffes. Yeah, uh, sub-Saharan mammals that uh, have long necks and eat off the the leaves of very tall trees. Very, very long necks. As, as in fact, you may have <laughs> seen them. You may have seen them fight with them. It's awesome. Yes. Would you believe? Would you believe reality or bullshit that giraffes and humans have the exact same number of neck bones? What? Ooh. So all right. So let's think about this for a minute because yeah. I've seen giraffes battle with their heads before. Yeah. Um, 
and they 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 are their necks are very like w- like wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man sure yeah, right which well, <laughs> well bear in mind too uh nature more maybe even more than a vacuum nature abhors a straight line that's true uh so it's it's not like even if even if this if this was reality you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily see like you know a draft's neck go all segmented and and whatnot you know it yeah, there's right. ligaments and shit in there. Yeah, a lot of muscle, an awful lot of muscle in yeah, that. Yeah, for neck. sure. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about just how many things, odd things we share with other species. You know, yeah. well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like the fact that you know, our penises are as big as a beluga whale's. Yeah, that's right. Right, the same size penis is just kind of grafted onto the bottom of a beluga whale, and everyone makes fun of them all the time. Now, now this, I'll tell you, this is actually a real fact. Uh, compared to its body size, a barnacle has the largest penis of any animal on Earth. Oh, man, penis facts. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I didn't know what I was signing up for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this has been Three Dudes Penis Facts. Yes. <laughs> but we were talking about the torso penis, the one that comes up off the top of the torso and, the, le- and leads to your head. The torso penis. Scientists call, tor- si- scientists call <laughs> the this neck, the neck. The neck truly is the, the penis of the torso. Yes. I, this I is good science agree. right here. <laughs> So yeah, the 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 statement in question is giraffes and humans have the same number of neck bones. You know, I've been chewing on this one in my head here with this my brain teeth. Because this is one that can actually go either way. Yeah. I'm inclined to say yes. I am too. But I'm gonna go no. Why? I I just it's one of those things that sounds like such a really interesting fact that uh-huh. I feel like somewhere in here he's trying to trip us up. So I want to say yes. Yeah, this is really where we have to get inside your head. Okay. I okay. want to say yes, but I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to I'm going to break formula for a second here and give you a hint. Ooh. Really really think about what I mean when I say neck bones. Yeah. What specifically what like what specifically does does is neck bones meant to mean? In this. The spine, I would think. Well, the spine. The, the yes, definition but... is really about where the neck starts, isn't it? That's got to be. That's got to be part of the, the trick. Because I mean, like a giraffe's, our neck. We don't ca- really have any bones in our neck. Just we got. We, we got, got bones. We in got our plenty neck. of bones in our neck. <laughs> we got, well, not in our neck. No, yeah, but you know but what I mean. The like back the, outside the, of the our spine, neck. the collarbone. Well, see what you're thinking of is the throat, the but throat. like this whole structure here. Yeah. Yeah, we've got bones in our neck. Yeah, where does a giraffe's neck? Mm. Mm. See, because I'm thinking if I was turned into a giraffe tomorrow, the part that was my neck is probably like translates to like halfway down the back on a person. Yeah. You like you gotta go all the way to where the shoulders are. So that's a there's a lot more neck in there than you realize. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hmm. We're really trying here. We're giving this. <laughs> I know. It's, I due, know. it's due diligence. <sighs> this is hard. Yeah. Define define what <laughs> constitutes a neck bone. What even is a neck? I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> the neck bone's connected to the shoulder bone. Right. The shoulder bone's connected to the arm bone. The arm bone. The one. The singular arm. Bone. <laughs> the one arm. Yeah. With the with the door hinge on the halfway down that makes it <laughs> mobile. The arm bone is connected to the hot pocket. Yeah. <laughs> 
the hot pocket is inevitably connected to the anus. <laughs> <laughs> inevitably. Um, unavoidably connected to the anus. Well, let's have a let's have a final answer here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm, I'm gonna going say yes. No. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stick no. with my inclination. We have one vote for reality and one for bullshit. Yes. I think I have a bad record on these. It is, we don't have. It is reality. Oh, good call. Now, Woo. now to clarify a little bit. Yes, there um, has to be. A, there's a trick is, in here. This is something I got off of Reddit. There's no trick. Um, uh, uh, uh. Rye guy, the science guy, uh, <laughs> com- commented on this post on Reddit and said, Bill Nye the ham on rye. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is, uh, he says, this is one of those things that sounds like a weird coincidence until you learn that all mammals have seven cervical vertebrae. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. C1 through C7. Yeah, right. All, okay. All mammals. All mammals have seven cervical vertebrae. The only exceptions are sloths and manatees. Really? Who have... Sloths have none. They just have a uh, stupid who head have, who have uh, stuck on a their different body. number. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who have a different number. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He doesn't say, but yeah, uh, um, yeah. All mammals except for sloths and manatees have seven cervical vertebrae connecting connecting the the um, oh fuck this area yeah. the the collarbone yeah, C one through C seven shoulder area that, yeah. up yeah. to the base of the skull that does C one through C seven does sound familiar to me. Probably and Dwight is winning. See <laughs> <laughs> what too. Yeah. Now, now, structurally and and uh, uh, perhaps also lengthwise, uh, these bones probably look a bit different. But yeah, yes. they uh, yeah, giraffes and humans share the same number of neck bones. And they're huh. the same number of cervical vertebrae. That's really interesting. Yeah, I did not realize like every mammal with those two exceptions. I didn't either until I until I found this fact. Yeah, um, you have seven and, bones in your cervix. And Rye guy, the science guy, clarified That's right. it. That's right. Seven cervix bones. <laughs> that all expand wide enough to fit a human head. That's Biology. <laughs> we know things. <laughs> Seven cervix bones. I know my cervix. More if she a real sleut. <laughs> I think I've ever heard anyone say snoot. Sleut. Snoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one, Ben. That is our that is our reality. That's a good one. I'm, I'm I'm having trouble coming up with these. I, I'm gonna start spending like some time during the week just thinking like, all right, what can I come up with that yeah that is real that sounds like bullshit or is bullshit that sounds real? Yeah. Uh, um, Morty. Morty. Uh, but I will I will definitely attempt to to find some. That's a good one. Um, thank you. Um, that's a good. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, what that is. <laughs> we know what that is. <laughs> well, with that out of the way, um, you know, we 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 do, uh, or you guys do when you play this game. You you you. I know you guys kind of reason your way through it and and whatever, but there's a certain element of chance that I try to keep preserved. Yeah. In this in this game, I try not to play word games. I try to be as direct as possible with the with the uh, right with the the question. Um, but that's part of what makes it thrilling, isn't it? Is the chance? I yeah. think so. Yeah, is the, is, is the just the the chance of it all, the luck of the draw. Yeah, and that's why today's episode is about gambling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. All choice. right. Uh, our adventures in it. So, uh, any tricks? If you guys know any tricks yeah, for you gambling, get, you guys know how to win at gambling. <laughs> and perhaps, uh, perhaps even the nature of luck itself. Luck is a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's it it. Uh, 
it it tends to work in some ways rather rather than others. It almost does seem like it's a it's a force intrinsic to the universe. Um, yeah, and you know we've even got mathematical studies and and an entire field of mathematics, the study of probability, de- uh, devoted to analyzing luck in a in nice. a quantitative way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I thought we would talk about gambling, about luck, about chance. This is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this, I don't know how we keep having new topics because I know, right? Because <laughs> sometimes it seems like we're just like like we like it feels somehow like we've talked about everything. Yeah, <laughs> I know, so right? Stupid. Which is yeah. stupid. Well, that, yeah. that obviously makes us the smartest men on earth, naturally. Right. right. Um, no argument here. But I, I wanted to I wanted to start actually uh, with with Chris uh, recounting your story about um, uh, how men will bet on anything. That's true. Yeah, men <laughs> men will in fact bet on every anything. I don't know if I remember um, what this is. I have two examples of this actually involving the same person. Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking of the uh, the curling yeah exactly story. right yeah <laughs> uh, involving the same person Ronnie. Uh, the first one is the curling story. Uh, we were going to. Um, go out golfing one day. Uh, we were in high school at the time, and it was uh, whenever the Winter Olympics. What year was that? I don't know. Well, if, the last Winter the, Olympics? No, no, no. This was this was ages ago. Oh, in in high, maybe two thousand two. If you were in high school, no, no, no. It would have been uh, no. It would have been oh oh six or oh seven oh six. Okay. Yeah. So sometime <laughs> around then, um, right. and I, I went. I went over to his house. Well, it wouldn't have been 07. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even numbered years. <laughs> yeah. It would have been. It would have been 06 or 08, maybe. Uh, I went over there for golfing, and uh, I had my clubs, and you know, he was sitting on his couch watching curling, um, <laughs> which I understand still to this day very little about. I don't know. Oh, it's a fairly yeah, I mean like straightforward. I, I, I get like the basics now, but it's, I, it's bocce on ice. It's you're right, it is. It's bocce on ice. Yeah, it's the best way to think of it. Um but he was sitting there watching curling and um you know neither of us understood really anything about curling right. at the time. You know, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, ah, I'm I'm you know watching curling. It's it was Finland and Canada. Mm. Uh, and uh you know, I'm like, what? What the hell is curling? And he's like, I have no idea. He's like, you you want to watch it with me? It's okay. They don't either, right? And we were, we're sitting there, and we're like sitting there, you know, watching the game or the match or whatever you call a curling, you know, competition. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. A bout of curling. A bout of curling. A spontaneous <laughs> curling incident. <laughs> a murder of curlers. But we're watching, and he's like, he's sitting there, and he's like, somebody did something that was apparently good. For Finland, and he's like, "Oh man, Finland's gonna win," and I'm like, "No, nah, man, that's bullshit. Canada's gonna win." <laughs> and he's like, "No, nah, what are you talking about? They just did this thing here." And I'm like, "No, nah, no, nah, Canada like invented curling, I think." <laughs> I think. And uh, we ended up, we ended up like idiots. Like there were there's there's rounds in curling, right? Um, and and we were we I I'm like, "No, nah, man," I said, because Canada was coming right right back up, and I said. Nah, man. I'll bet you next next round they're gonna they're gonna score more points. Like I got, I got, I got ten bucks that says they're gonna do that. And he's like, "All right, I'll, I'll take that." And we took the money out, we put it on the table, and then we just started screaming at the TV like idiots. <laughs> and we watched the entire match, which Finland did win. Yeah. <laughs> As I recall, I did not win the end of it, but I remember at one point <laughs> where. Like Canada's making their 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 throw, you know what I mean? They're they're letting the stone go down. Yeah. And like you could hear the the competitors going. And I remember my friend like Ronnie 
like he, you know, the bumped one of the finished stones off to a different spot. And I went, you know, they went, yeah. And I went, yeah. And he went, oh, come on. And he's like, <laughs> screaming at the television. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a dude who didn't know what curling yeah. was. We had no idea. 20 minutes before No idea that. what the rules were. Yeah, but you know when one of your guys' stones gets knocked yeah. off, like that's, that's, that's no not good. good. It's not yeah. in the field of play Yeah, I anymore. lost like uh, 30 bucks just sitting there <laughs> watching TV. Uh, I have the thing about gambling yeah. on stuff. Right. It just doesn't matter. Makes it interesting. Uh, there was also a time we, where yeah. we um, the let's make it interesting is not just a figure of speech. No, it's, you, you have a stake in something, right? Now. Yeah, right. you put a personal stake in something that's remote. Yeah. Exactly, and that's that's right. fun. Yeah, it, yeah. it's sometimes fun. Yes, yeah, right, right. Yeah, when you're winning, it's a blast. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there was another time we we had like a kids' toy that would do like a random thing. It was like it wasn't one. It wasn't like one of those spinners. It was like a digital one where it would do a random, mm. like it would rotate around uh, and do uh, random shapes. Okay, and it would be like square. Squares are, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we would we were throwing. We would you know in high school we're throwing down money betting <laughs> on what shape it's gonna come up at because you know you know it was. Random. Sometimes it would do three in a row and it would throw you off. And you sit there betting on a fucking speaking spell. Yeah, right. <laughs> like what? What fucking animal is it going to land yeah, on? Right. The, the one cow. where you pull the crank and it goes. Yeah. Come on, chicken, 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 right. chicken. Here, chicken. Buck, buck, motherfucker! <laughs> you know, this reminds me of. I wonder if this existed. You know, because this is like a thing that <laughs> is so weird. I don't know if it exists everywhere, but it's that festival game. Where they put a rat in the middle of that. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? yeah. It's like a big square booth. Yeah. Everyone stands around well, the booth. We put the quarters down. You put quarters down yeah, around the, the outside. Yeah. And you see when they put the rat oh, up the God, tube in the middle. I fucking love that which game. Which way he goes. God, I love that game. Oh. Have you seen this, Ben? No, I don't know it's what like the fuck a, you're every, talking every about. Fat, Al- Fat Albert's rat game. Yeah. Yes. Oh, every church God. festival <laughs> has to have one of these. It's like I said, it's just a square. It's got all these segments around the outside like a roulette wheel. You put your... You put your coins down where you think he's mm-hmm. going, and if he goes into the pocket right underneath that, you win. You win. Oh yeah. wow! And there's like 25 different color options that he can land on. <laughs> yeah, and they're all that, stacked up around the board. That sounds so wonderful. I've dumped hundreds <laughs> of dollars into that. Hundreds of dollars. You know, it's a great game. So much speaking, fun. Speaking of festival games, how about? Um, I mean, you guys know me. I don't. I don't really bet. I don't really gamble. Yeah, yeah me either. Uh, but every time the Canfield Fair rolls around. Fucking Mr. Lucky's. Oh, yeah. Where you, you give him a $5 bill and you get like what? Like a hundred nick. You get just a cup full of nickels. Yeah. And you got to throw the nickels onto the onto the uh, the waxed up board. And yeah. if it lands completely in one of the red circles, you get a prize. Yeah. Oh. It's just a bunch of people standing around this fucking <laughs> waxed up wood board. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you know, it's a festival tent. So it's walled off. Yeah. So you kind of you got to kind of like. You know, lean a, just a little bit over the over the thing, and and you're, it's just a bunch of people chucking nickels yeah. onto a board, yeah. f- and it is f- the fun. best game at <laughs> that fucking fair. Oh yeah, my, it is, my father's really good at that. It's the oh, best, yeah? and really it's the fairest. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Sure. It is the absolute most fair game there. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like. It's uh, almost pure chance. Yeah. yeah, like you can have the skill to hit the target, but the is whether whether it stays there is chance. Right. Yeah, and uh, you know people will be chucking them different ways. They'll throw them like a like a discus, like kind of keeping the flat end parallel to the ground. Some will just like you know flick it on there like that. Some will just like haphazardly toss it on there, and it it you really can't tell because there's other nickels flying through the air. Sometimes they'll hit in midair. Sometimes you'll hit other nickels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
it's it's so much fun <laughs> like just thinking about it is and this is like the ultimate ohio thing it's a bunch of it's a bunch of fucking ohioans it's standing a, around there standing around throwing a bunch nickels. of corn eating doofuses throwing nickels on a nickels. piece of wood literally <laughs> literally throwing their fucking money away mm-hmm. yeah but i mean it's it's like you can <laughs> play you can play for yeah, a dollar yeah. a time if you happen to have like two nickels in your pocket you can just walk right up and toss the nickels onto the board it yeah. doesn't matter yeah you know, it's 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 just it's pure fun. It's just great fun. Yeah, this, this is the thing where I wish I did more of this stuff. But oh, I just I have this thing in my head where it's like you're not gonna win. What are you doing? You well, always get disappointed. Yeah, but that's this. the you go. Here's the trick with gambling: is you go into it expecting to lose everything that you 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 go in with a set amount of money yeah. and you expect to lose it. You say yeah. this is what I have to lose, and if I lose it, it's okay. Right. Then I stop. You'd be prepared. That's to lose the it. trick, right? And yeah. The problem is that's very hard to do. Yeah. You you can't go to the ATM. Yeah. You know you know what I mean. Unfortunately, and this is only I think recently become more of a more of a recognized thing. You can totally get addicted to to things that aren't uh, uh, chemically based. I mean, you know, that's something that's been known for a long time, but mm-hmm. it is known. But uh, but gambling is one of those things where it's where it's like. But it is the chemical. It's it's your it's, brain. Well, it's dopamine. Yeah. yeah if, you, if you're counting dopamine. But I mean, like, you know, it, yeah, right. The behavior, the behavior of it. You know, there there are some people who. You know, like me, I get addicted to very, very specific things. I've, you know, I've gambled before. I've, I've never felt the urge to like do more than, you know, what I could afford to do. But, you know, when it comes to fucking, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll go on for a week and just like dive into like fucking, uh, uh, you know, I'll just I'll just be in my room playing fucking Doom for a week, or yeah. you know, just downloading every possible mod for the original Half Life. You know, <laughs> I'll I'll get addicted to weird things for very brief periods of time. Yeah, yeah. But then there's people like you know, I I got an uncle I never met who shot himself because he lost all his money to gambling. Yeah, and, no and, you know shit. that's you know that's fucking insane to me. Yeah. Um, on a weirdly was, lighter note, yeah. Did you see the Onion article this week? Or no, it was click, uh, click hole. It was an article that said heartwarming. This dad refuses to leave the casino until he wins his daughter's tuition back. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and it's it's too real, man. It's, it's too real. fucking this, this, real. This shit happens. L- let me tell you, like my dad used to take care of the high rollers at the casino that he worked at. That's yeah, right. And I remember he told me the, the guy Josh was the guy who was like training him, and he said the first and most important rule that you need to know when you come into this job is that you're dealing with degenerate gamblers. Yeah. And he's and he's like, nah, he's you know, he's like, I, you know, I, I, I come on, I, I go out and gamble sometimes, you know, everybody, yeah. you know, everybody has done it at some you know, point. And he's like, trust, trust me, yeah. you're dealing with degenerate gamblers. Yeah. Like you don't know yet. Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's like he said, it was one of those things where you learn quick, where people will come, you know, he, he's, you know, he's, he's the caretaker. So, you know, they'll come to him, right. you know. Like, uh, I, I, I just need some kind of free play money. I, I lost my rent money this week or I, you know what I mean? I can't make my mortgage payment or, you know, guys, people burning through thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. In a day at the slots. I've read horror stories on the Internet. I've read, uh, people people just, you know, sitting at the table and, and pissing themselves because they don't want to get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, you know, there uh, the story of the woman who, who was in the casino at 2 a.m. And, and the staff found that. She had brought her kids with her, and they were waiting by the door for oh, her to like. Yeah. And they, you know, they had been there for hours, and they were fucking hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it's like the thing is, I don't, I don't fault those people because I really do believe it's something that they have 
it's a problem. It's yeah. a problem. It's not a. Right. It's not a. It's not a sin. It's not a shortcoming of theirs. But it's, it's so an actual. Sad. They need help. Yeah. Right. It's so sad. Yeah. Well, on a well on a lighter note, what's the most you ever won? Let's get to the good Ninety-seven dollars. The, the the day I turned twenty-one, my dad and my stepmom took me to the Rivers Casino in Pittsburgh, which if you've never been to, is a very good casino. A uh, lot of fun. Uh, I won six hundred dollars. I, I came in with damn. Uh, I came in with like two hundred and fifty to spend. Uh, I walked out with uh, like uh, almost nine hundred dollars, something like that. Beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what'd, you, I, what'd you play? What'd you? How'd you win? Um, it? A lot of lot of slots. Um, yeah. You know, a uh, little bit of blackjack. I, I, the older I get, the more I like sitting at the blackjack table and playing. But the problem sure. is, it's expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and the thing with blackjack is, if you have a couple hundred well, dollars and you know how to bet. You can sit at a blackjack table for hours and play and yeah. break even. Well, that's, I mean? that's the thing. Blackjack is fast. Blackjack is fast. Blackjack mm-hmm. is a very fast game, so mm-hmm. so they gotta they gotta up that, uh, that right. table price. But to if you play the, the justify uh, it. you play the betting odds, especially if you're at a lower end table like a five dollar yeah. table or a ten dollar table, they the the dealers will help you. The dealers yeah. will help you along because you know. They don't need your money. They're after the people who are betting a hundred dollars a hand, right? Who don't need, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who don't want your input? You know. I um, watched. Uh, I watched a friend <clears throat> sit down at the blackjack table, twenty five, you know, dollars in, and it was like four minutes later. Oh, it's gone. And yeah. It was gone. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I. How do you have the stomach to do this? Jeez. Yeah. There's no way. That's why uh, there's there's free online poker there's there's yeah. apps that let you play poker for fake money and mm-hmm. i like doing that yeah uh but even even there it's just like it's just like fuck this dude raised like three times what's in the pot yeah, like those, how those can aren't. i can i justify doing this even though my hand is awesome those aren't real poker players no, those guys no. are, you know they got nothing to lose of course right. they're gonna raise yeah sure but um uh i think the only time i've been in a casino between age 21 and 26 was uh i i'm actually pretty sure it was it was for my 21st birth well maybe a little after my 21st birthday um yeah. i went with my mom my stepdad and my brother um who wasn't able to gamble at the time so yeah. I, I think my stepdad just put money down for him um to uh, uh mountaineer where we where we bet on the horses for a little yeah. bit oh god um, we should go play the ponies and and that, <laughs> god would i love to do that that, that yeah. was uh that was the most because it's one of like maybe three times in my life i've ever bet in a casino yeah and i came out 20 bucks ahead yeah mm. um i bet i bet on this one uh to place in whatever whatever it is i forget all the lingo but where you bet on them to place in any of the top three positions yeah win place or show win place or show for uh for this one horse that like i was looking through i'm like okay this one this one has one in the past, but hasn't in a while, and he's probably due. Yeah. So I so I bet on that and and came out like twenty bucks ahead. Yeah. So I was I, I was pretty happy with that. I cashed out. I was like, that's that's good. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the way I gamble is always extremely low stakes. Yeah. And I I mean I think I the only time I ever actually won anything of note was up at the, up in Cleveland. I was playing cheap slots. Uh-huh. I walked in with twenty bucks. That was literally twenty mm-hmm. bucks. That was my budget. Yeah. Twenty bucks. Which will, which will, that's fine. It'll last you a bit in slots <clears throat> for sure. Right. Well, I, I ended up at one point up over a hundred. Yeah. And I tapped out around like low nineties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Y- yeah. You that's right. That's te- part test of the it a little bit more to yeah, see if you exactly. get anything else. And then do. if you don't, then you just. It, and the thing is, I felt bad because there was a woman sitting next to me who was watching me win and she's eating shit. And then yeah. she says to my friends who are behind me, because I, I introduced myself. 
And she says to my friends, you guys got to help Dave. Yeah. You got to help Dave. And I'm like, this woman has no idea how risk averse I am. Yeah. Like nobody <laughs> needs to, nobody yeah. needs to help me walk away. Yeah. Right. The, the, um, that's the, that's the trick. I mean, like yeah. that's, that's the hard part. I leaving. mean, like, and I can see like, you know, I, I think there's this classic image of tragedy in our heads where it's like old people just, you know, wasting their money on yeah. slots. But it's like if, you know, if I'm a bajillion years old and I've got, you know, a hundred thousand dollars saved up, I can afford to do 20 a day on the slots. You know, yeah, I can afford to do a hundred right. a day on the yeah. slots. Sure. You know, it. Uh, you know, it's they're 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 old as shit. Let them spend their right. money. Right. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, it's there's a difference between letting being addicted to something and letting people have fun. Yeah. Um, I will tell you yeah. when I was in Pittsburgh yeah. at Rivers, I hit the uh, the chuckle huck wheel. The mm, you put the you what? put the chuckle huck wheel. The <laughs> the dollar bill amounts are on the board. You spin it, and there's like uh, two to one, uh, three to, two to one, five to one, ten to one. Okay. Twenty to one, and then whatever you yeah. put 40 down, forty to one, right? And then yeah. whatever you put down on it, you you know you if get. If you win, you get that ratio back. I betting really low. It, it's like a it was sure. like a dollar minimum bet. I, sure. I hit I hit the jackpot on a forty to one on that three separate times in rivers. God, no I'm standing there with my dad, and he's going yes. It's for like you know I put a dollar down and I got forty one dollars back. So yeah. it's like you yeah. know. Cool. Now, now, is it, was this a computerized thing? No, this is an actual, okay. a guy with okay. a board spinning the wheel. That's right? awesome. Because okay. yeah. I've noticed um, the, the few times I've been to Hollywood up on 46, uh, the few times I've been there, I've noticed with the video slots, because I've been there with some of my clients. All, my, all of our clients are legal adults, so they can, you know, they can bring, you know, 10 or 20 bucks to gamble if they want to. Sure. Um, so... One of the one of the uh, things I've noticed about video slots is they'll pay out a little bit really early on, and I and I think the I think it's I think it's built into the programming. I think it's built into where like when if it hasn't had a play in a while and it it gets a play, it'll be like all right, this is a new person. Oh, certainly. So yeah. so like yeah, within, let's talk about this for a while. Within the, I'm interested in this topic. Within the first like ten spins or so, I notice there is a very high chance of a payout. Not a very high payout. But enough to at least break even, mm-hmm. and enough, more importantly, to keep you going. Keep you going. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 from what I suspect, because because you know we we always with with when the clients win something, we're like, okay, let's. I, I had one guy go in with twenty bucks and come out with like a hundred and fifty yeah. off of yeah. one off of like his first ten spins on the slots. And I'm like, all right, you want to keep that? Yeah, right. I know everyone else is playing, but trust me, yeah, you're you gonna want to keep. Here's that. the trick: you, you take you go in with you go in with uh like I'll go into a casino with three hundred dollars, right? You go in with three hundred dollars, and then as you're winning. You pocket the money that you win, and then you keep playing with the three hundred dollars that you have. Sure. Oh, you know there you I mean? go. Yeah. You yeah. go in, and then you say to yourself, "If I lose this, then I'm out." Right. If I completely eat shit, I have the money that I brought here. Right. That's my that's my baseline. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. if you keep winning, then you're playing with their money. Yeah. Right. 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 And right. why and why not keep playing with their money? Right. You, uh, the worst case scenario, you can break even. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, well, I remember, like, Dad, we, we, when we went out there for the first time, he was not doing good. I had to go find him. I was up several hundred dollars, like, halfway through the day, um, and I still wasn't done. But uh, I, I went to go find him, and he, I found him in, like, the lowest corner of, you know, oh, no. sitting back in the smoker <laughs> section, pulling pulling the slots the old-fashioned, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, how you doing? And he's like, ah, I'm not. <laughs> you know, he's like, you know, he already lost a couple hundred bucks. You right. Know? He's like, ah, I'm not. And I'm like, well, here, I'll tell you what. Let me go buy you a beer. 
And uh, we went and set up at the bar. And this was before Yingling was widely available in the in Ohio. You had to be oh, yeah. in oh, yeah. Pennsylvania I, to get I, it. I remember when, when that came over here, people were lining up outside the liquor yeah, stores right. to get it. And yeah, it's good beer. I remember before, you know, like... Uh, I remember one time I was at a party with with uh, some some friends from work when I worked at the library. Someone someone drove went and drove all the way over to Pennsylvania to get Yingling and bring it back. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth it. It's good beer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, that's what we we went up to the bar and we were, you know I bought him a bought him a Yingling. I bought myself a Yingling. Mm. And we're sitting there drinking beer, and of course, if you go to a casino, <coughs> the bars have table games built in. At the bar. Oh, So God. you can play at the bar. <laughs> and I thought, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I put my player card in, and I was playing video poker. I won 50 bucks sitting at the bar, <laughs> drinking my beer, playing video poker. And he's like, you son of a bitch. He's like, <laughs> he's like, and then, you know, my stepmom came up and found us, and, and he's like, he's winning just sitting here. Like, like <laughs> you know, playing video poker, you know. But, yeah, it's, it's. There's a thing I wonder about. You mentioned something there, the player card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have wondered this. Because uh, so I think when I went to uh, Cleveland, mm-hmm. they didn't have a system like that. Oh no, player card, really? When I, when I, and this was not that long ago, so I don't know. Hmm. I mean, it was. I think when I was playing the slots, I'm pretty and sure the, this is just like a prepaid. That your money is on that you want to play, and then you put it into whatever machine. Correct. You're doing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have. They didn't have where. I think it was just that you. I I think I just put money into a machine, mm-hmm. and I got a slip. Oh, you yeah, got right, you got a paper got slip. slip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. The, you know. You take whenever you decide to quit, you hit the button, you get a printout, you can take yeah. that to another and, machine. And you, and you put it in, right. Yeah. yeah, that's the same thing. The player card I don't think is necessary at most casinos. Yeah. But if you sign up for the player card and you get on their email list, like uh, at Rivers, uh, when I signed up, uh, I got $20 just for signing up for the player club that yep. you, you could play with their money. Yeah. And then it was also my birthday that day, so I got an additional $20. So I started with $40. Right. Of free play money. And that's not money that you can, like, they're not giving you $40. You can't cash that out and take right. it with you. But you can yeah. use that to play, you know what I right. mean? You can use that to play the slots. No, where, where I wonder about it is the player card thing to me seems like a very purpose, purposeful thing on the part of the, the casino. They can track, you know, they can track where you're going, what Absolutely. you're playing, what you're winning. Absolutely. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Of course. And if there is indeed some machination that allows them to sort of pay you out a bit and then pull back, you know, do that thing to try to hook you and then let you go. Oh, absolutely. The player card allows them to take that that arc to every machine in the place. And you know and you know what it is. There are people who who specialize in these things with with you know all these numbers where you can design a program like that uh, to where it it'll it'll operate in that sort of thing but then like also just kind of skirt the line of legality for yes. whatever your state's gaming commission is. Right. And here's yeah. the thing. By so, by federal law, so those machines not, it's not technically rigged. Yeah. Right, but it kinda it's here's kinda rigged. By federal <laughs> law, those machines have to pay out. They're they're yeah. on algorithms al- algorithms where they have to right. they have to pay out at an even number <laughs> of odds. You know what I mean? Somebody has right. to win a jackpot. Maybe like in the old days in old Vegas, you know, a lot of that was really particularly rigged. They're right. definitely tracking you, they're definitely tracking what you what you like. Yeah. They're definitely seeing how you're winning. Sure. Uh, they have to pay out. Yeah. They, 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 that is the like, I, I know there's a lot of shady shit that happens at casinos. Yeah. But you, you well, know. they have to pay out at a certain ratio, Correct. I imagine. Correct. It's like they're allowed to make probably overall a certain percentage of Correct. profit yeah. over what's yeah. put into if, them. If your slot machine's odds uh, for paying out at a certain uh, uh, level of play, because you can put in different amounts of money for different levels of play, if, if your odds are like, you know, 
like, I don't know, 500 to one that yeah. it'll pay out at a certain level. The re- the actual physical results should look similar to that. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like one person out of every 500 will get a payout or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like there is definitely some kind of like hocus pocus going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Sure. But on some level. And this is where we get into like real, real fucking, <laughs> you know, theoretical math and yeah. probability. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and but like on some base <laughs> level. You know, this is the only time I'm ever going to say this. The government is on your side at some base level. You have to, you have to, they have to pay you. You have to pay out. Right. And if you've ever won a pretty decent sized jackpot in any of those machines, you know. I have not. You, oh, right. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it's a good thing. Um, yeah. Now, this is why I say uh, probably the purest form of gambling is one where you're not playing against uh, uh, the casino. You're playing against other people. Yes. Uh, it's poker. also the most fun and the scariest. Yeah, that's much it more is, like it competition. Is absolute than, scariest. Yeah. It's more like competition than uh, than it is like gambling in yeah. a sense. Um, yeah, poker, etc. Where and skill actually plays a factor. And I mean, yeah. this is this is where you start thinking too about like, like casinos are a fairly recent invention in, in the span of human history, right? Like, like an actual... Yeah, like gambling's old, casinos are relatively right. Yeah. Like, like if we're going, to, if if you allow me, go on a history tangent. You know, like the the Phoenicians and the Greeks would use sheep's knuckles for dice. You know, sure. uh, uh, soldiers uh, from oh god, I I don't even know. Like from from the 16th century maybe onwards have always carried like packs of playing cards. You know, to yeah. to bet against other soldiers. Uh, yeah, betting is just something betting and our fascination with luck and our fascination with with this idea that there's some force in the universe, whether it's divine or, or even sentient, that can affect the outcome of of when we put a financial stake into things. Yeah, has been so it's that's an idea that's thousands of years old. We've personified probability is what happened. We have We've made it into like a we've made it into a lady. Yeah, a lady. Lady luck. And uh, and it has agency. And it decides, right. you know, for uh, you, know, you know what's going to come out of seemingly random circumstances. It, it can be karmic at times. It yeah. it can it can just be completely arbitrary. It can just decide, like you know, whoever whoever does these certain rituals, you know, blowing on the dice or mm-hmm. or uh, you know, I don't know, grabbing the ass of the drink girl or, or yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> If, if luck, a, little, a little pat on the ass. Now, now to be clear, if luck is karmic, I would hope that person just loses everything. But, <laughs> but you know, they, but that's where we get. Yeah, them. but you're gonna tell me Let Frank Sinatra? For Daddy. You're gonna tell me Frank Sinatra didn't grab a couple of asses? <laughs> of, of, of course he did. Of course he did. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but then we got. Uh, uh, mm, what was I just about to say? <laughs> Rituals. Rituals and superstition, you know, yeah, arise yeah. from these kind of false positives where you try something once and it works. So, like, you know, a baseball player wearing his socks on the opposite feet. You know, it, it right. ex- the idea of luck as coffee. a as a um coffee, oh yeah coffee. Coffee. yeah um the idea of luck as a as a force a universal force as natural as gravity or electromagnetism that can be controlled by certain rituals or by yeah. certain by certain actions that you take beforehand is something that's thousands of years old yeah. and even though you kind of know better. Yeah. You kind of know that it's all down yeah. to the, you know, how how the dice strike your palm and how they fall onto the table. Yeah. It's real easy to get behind. It's real easy yeah. to, to latch onto and believe. I know. Um, 
Yeah. I have a I have a, uh, a kind of a superstition when I play uh, uh, Siege. In fact, when I when I play, I I I find that I find that I'm I'm a little easier at mind uh, going into a match if beforehand I don't I don't do quick play. I go through the entire menu and select the mode I want. Uh, and on the main screen of Rainbow Six Siege, it'll let you quick play the mode you were playing last time. Oh, but, but you I manually I, select it. I go through the menu and manually select it instead of just putting <coughs> it on the on the title screen, because that, that's that's a superstition of mine. Okay, now this is interesting to me. Um, to what extent that, do you actually believe that versus you just kind of feel compelled? Aren't they the same thing? I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think they are. Like, to what extent do you really think that makes a difference? Versus, you just kind of don't want to toy with something. Well, that maybe that maybe work. I hate to repeat myself, but isn't that the same thing? <laughs> He's, I, mean, I guess maybe it is. When you think about it, yeah, maybe I it mean, is. I, yeah, I, maybe there's I, no distinction. I was thinking like, well, no, but the more I mean. Yeah, no, it's, it's, no, it's like really, it is the same thing. Intellectually, I know it doesn't make a difference. Well, that's what but, I'm driving. But at. I, but I feel more at ease doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I can't really necessarily explain why. I think that's what I'm. That's what I'm driving at is that even knowing better, it's just. And I think if you laid out the statistics of how many matches I win and how many matches I lose doing this versus just clicking the button on the title screen, uh, you'll find that they're about the same. Uh, because because luck is an illusion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, isn't it amazing? That's how we work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're basically we're pattern recognition machines. Absolutely. We need to believe that that not only is there meaning to the chaos in the universe. Yeah. But that we have some level of control over it. Yeah. And that's that's where the thrill of winning comes from uh, in gambling or in anything really. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at least in in something skill based, where you know every success is all you and every failure is all you, right? Uh, but in gambling, every success in gambling is, you know, it it helps us keep it helps us kind of. Uh, 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 maintain a, a view of the universe in which we, we in which we are significant, in which we have some level of control, uh, Morty. Uh, because we'd go insane otherwise. Yeah. yeah, the universe can't just be meaningless chaos. The universe has to have some kind of purpose, and it has to benefit us when we do it right. right. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. very, very sort of like uh, egocentric view of the world, but it's mm-hmm. like all we're good at. Yeah, sure. It's like we are, we are built egocentric machines without ego we don't have purpose without purpose we don't have success and without success we feel that we've wasted our lives yeah that's just the way we're built as social creatures we have to we have to kind of make our mark in the world and and if we if we feel like we don't have agency over the things we attempt then it's then it's like what's the point right like including <laughs> which over- is why i don't gamble it's because right, right. <laughs> i know i don't have agency over it like we feel yeah. the need to have agency over things you that we know objectively we can't have agency over right it's just wild yeah well let me pose agency. <laughs> let me pose this to the group welcome to the agency um agent i'd rather be lucky than good i mean huh. I, I i i like i would rather <laughs> I guess Think, it, of, think about it. Doesn't it. matter why you win. Well, remember, question, uh, right? remember, pretty good. Remember, Kudai sung. Yeah, right, right, right. They, I mean, 
okay, you got to have some degree of skill holding a baseball bat to knock one to the sure. back fence against Randy fucking Johnson. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you've also got to be at least a little a bit lucky. lucky. Sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and yeah, he, he, that's his like legendary crowning moment. Yeah. You know? Think about that. I mean, if everything wasn't perfectly in place for that, it would look very different. I can think of at least, uh, well, I can th- right now, because I was talking about him uh, earlier today with a coworker. I can think of Henrik Lundqvist, for instance, who is very, very, very good, but not very lucky. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> he is, he's not very lucky, but mm-hmm. he's incredibly good. Yeah. That's the funny thing about luck is that's just so far. Yeah. Because the more right. the more you keep testing luck, the more things average sure. out. Right, exactly. Sure. They, uh, now, on the flip side of that, um, uh, Martin Brodeur, yeah. uh, v- uh. pretty good, incredibly lucky. <laughs> Morty Brodeur. Morty Brodeur. Morty. <laughs> uh, very lucky. Some of the saves that Marty Brodeur made are just impossible. Yeah. But, you know, there there would have been... Well, and hell, Lundquist has made some impossible saves, too. That's He's true. just never won a cup. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Nicely this is done. a very gassy episode. Yeah, this is the, Jesus this Christ. Is the fucking burpiest we have ever this collectively been. This is the burpiest thing I've ever heard. It's quality internet content. Aren't you glad we spent like fucking ten thousand years of science and, and, and technology to arrive at this moment where you could listen to three drunkards from Ohio burp over a microphone onto the internet for all time? Seriously, think about the number. You're of things, welcome. The number of things that had to go right in history. <laughs> <laughs> to get us to where you could hear <coughs> odd burps from across the world <laughs> in beautiful high fidelity. Yep. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I man, that could be a documentary, couldn't it? Just go around the world like filming drunk people and and how they burp and like because a Japanese burp has got to be different from a Russian burp, which is different from a French burp and an yeah, Italian burp. Yeah. Burps yeah. are different vocalization. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd imagine a French burp to be very, you know, very petite. Oh, yeah. oh excuse me. Pardon moi, sir. Pardon my scent. I do not mean to offend. Oh, monsieur, pardon moi. <laughs> For I've made a disgusting burp in your face. <laughs> This baguette has made me expel my... I'm getting real... <laughs> Do not be offended by this disgusting burp cloud between us. <laughs> oh, he's Swedish now. Yeah, I don't know what Happy Bastille Day, day you motherfucker. Oh, I'm making my own shepherd's pay. <laughs> 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 yeah. Losing the accent. Why the hell do accents on this show always uh, bleed into other ones? I don't know. Oh, because we're we're not, not good at we're Americans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me, guess. Please come to my haggis farm <laughs> in a beautiful Aberdeen. So stupid. Or would you like some fresh sushi? I don't even know what accent. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Some fresh sushi. Some fresh sushi. In a shepherd's pit. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, where so the anywho, hell were we? <laughs> we were talking about how luck is a force in the universe that, uh, <sighs> at least as most humans interpret it. And like most things that that we consider to be immutable universal forces, we've tried to mathematically quantify luck. 
Yeah. Yeah. In the science of probability and the Boy. in the study of at which I mean, you know, coming coming right back around, I'm sure that's that gets used with with uh, uh, casino employees. I'm yeah. sure there yeah there's people that casinos contract out to even maybe you know mathematicians who who are like okay well here's you know here's how this works and what have you. Um, that's that's mathematician speak for various <laughs> probability relations. Here's how this works. Here's how this works. Here's how this shit works. You see all these numbers? They all they all equate to this number. And this is the number you need to worry about. This number, you put at this table. And then that table will get you this money. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's math. You know what fascinates me? That's math. Is that obviously, like we're talking about here, you know, like uh, a lot of this stuff boils down to some really natural principles. So like luck isn't really luck. It's the angle of the die, the weight of the die, the, the angle yeah. of collision. Sure. You know, the, 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 the height of the leap and all of that stuff. And it's like, while we know that, we still really like it would be uh, impossible to to like calculate the the likelihood of that somewhat random action of rolling oh, a it's, die. Oh, it's impossible. There, yeah. I, I think unless we we get a supercomputer that can analyze every fucking nanosecond of motion, yeah, it would be able to call the roll before it even lands on the table. Yeah. Um, every particle felt on the table that could possibly affect movement. It's just funny it's, how interesting or how easy it is to quantify what happens after the <coughs> fact, but rarely sure. in the moment. Think about every every you know blowout poker win you've ever seen, and then think about the fact that it's not necessarily luck. The cards were always in that order. The cards have been in that order in the deck from the very beginning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's 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 not so much a matter of luck, at least not in poker. It's a matter of your confidence in how the cards are arranged. Yeah. And I would like to remind you that the number of ways to arrange a deck of cards are greater than the number of atoms on Earth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wait, to arrange a single fifty-two a sing a single card fifty-two deck. card deck. There are more ways to arrange that single deck than there are atoms. On the planet, that's permutations, son. Yeah, yeah. same with and that. that's and that's insane. You're betting on your confidence that the deck is going that that the way the cards are arranged at that moment in the deck that they're going to favor you ultimately. That's ridiculous, isn't that crazy? <laughs> so it has nothing to do with luck. It's it has to do with it has to do with you saying fate is going to favor me because it is fate. It is it mm. is you know the the arrangement of cards is predetermined. As the hand is being dealt, yeah. all the other cards that are going to come down on the flop, the turn, and the river, those are all predecided. the The order of the deck doesn't change just because, like, you suddenly get that third queen on the table. Sure. Yeah, right. And meanwhile, the other guys got you know <clears throat> a, 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 a full house. Yeah. Now think about this: uh, at uh, most casinos, most at least most Vegas casinos, um, the high end ones are running eight deck shoots. So right, right. They're, they're, if you're you're playing blackjack, you cannot. It's, it's mathematically impossible for one human. So it's fifty two times eight. <laughs> right. It's math- now I want to do this as a exercise in in the in. Uh, so that's sixteen. Most Vegas, it's at least six. Most of the big ones are eight decks. Uh, smaller casinos like Pittsburgh and the one in Cleveland, those are probably four. So that's four hundred and sixteen factorial would be the uh, number of possible combinations for an eight deck. Yes, thing. 
That's stupefying. I don't even. I don't. I, I, I shudder to think how large that number that now, is. Now I just Googled it um, for a single deck. Uh, there are. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I don't even know that a name exists for this number. Um, <laughs> but it. But it is. Uh, it is an eight followed by sixty-seven zeros. 67? 67 zeros. Wow. Eight times 10 to the 67th. Uh, Joel, for that fix in that Limp Bizkit mix. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <It's> just <laughs> eight times 10 to the 67th uh, ways to, to arrange a deck of 52 cards. Here's the actual number for visual wow, representation. That's disgusting. Wow. Yeah. That's... Um, so then again, insane. Now imagine <clears throat> that's that's for fifty two factorial. So what's four hundred and sixteen factorial? I bet I bet you couldn't display you all the zeros yeah, on your screen at once. Uh, four hundred sixteen, and then that's followed by an exclamation point. Right. That's right. Four hundred sixteen factorial. Uh, sh- uh, North American area code five one six is a <laughs> telephone area code in the state of New York. Five one six or four one six. Four one six. I am sorry. Uh, four one six. Let's see. 416 factorial, uh, dot, 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 um, it's talking about fires. Uh, the year 416 was a leap year starting on Saturday of the Julian calendar. <laughs> wow, we are so good at this. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, uh, <laughs> okay, let me just type in 46 factorial. 416. 416, I'm sorry, factorial. Focus, boys. Focus. So let me let me while you're doing that let me let me because this goes in the same vein. Okay, I was looking at possible chess positions because it's the same story with chess moves. <laughs> sure, yeah, uh, almost more so. Um, after the uh, the number of possible chess positions after White's first move is twenty, so there's twenty possible sure opening variants for White. Yeah. Um, oh, no. After Black plays his uh, second move, that number goes up to four hundred. There's four hundred possible. Chess positions after essentially four moves. After after move one, white makes one move, black makes another move. Oh, okay. there's four hundred possible positions that that there can be just from that. Yeah. Uh, after the second round of that, uh, it goes up to from four hundred to eight thousand nine hundred and two. After the third one, it's one hundred ninety seven 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 hundred and forty two. My God. <laughs> so it just goes on exponentially. Yeah. Exponentially. Yeah. So. Um, so uh, 416 factorial, this is the number. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Now, for, for, for those of you math geeks listening at home. It's a lot. Um, the number of digits in 416 factorial is 911 <laughs> digits. Never forget. Wow. Uh, the number of trailing zeros in 416 factorial is 102 so even apart from from the total number of digits, even just its trailing zeros is greater than that of a single deck of cards. Uh, uh, eight, uh, 52 factorial, right? Yeah, yeah 52 yeah. factorial, um, which has 67 zeros. Uh, 416 factorial is 102 trailing zeros, which are 102 of 911 total digits. Again, never forget. There's... <laughs> <laughs> oof. Oh, shit, I forgot. There's no... Oh, no, I there is forgot. N- there is no possible way for any human being to comprehend that number. No. So eight decks is ridiculous. <clears throat> this is a thing I'd like to talk about some other time. It's just like the limits on our comprehension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because really, you're right. Like, there's no way... We, we could look at that number and go, yep, it's a number. 
I would imagine most computers can't calculate that. Nope, probably yeah. not. I mean, that's that's crazy. Well, I mean, a computer calculated this, but I mean, right? That's that's a visual representation of a number that you know cannot be possibly physically comprehended or visually comprehended. Right. Yeah. That's a numerical representation of a number outside the scope of our comprehension. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> but that's that's what you're dealing with. You're you're fucking with the nature of the universe. Yeah. My advice is to take up a skill based game like chess. Uh, we just talked about all of the uh, Morty. Morty, all of the uh, various. Uh, chance related things yeah. uh that that come into play in chess but every everything in chess is a logical move everything yeah. in chess has a purpose except when it. i play <laughs> yeah, right. like, let's say a well-played game every move should be deliberate yeah sure um and and uh when you're talking about gambling when you're talking about random chance that's ultimately it. We're never going to, I don't think we're ever going to unlock the secrets of, of luck and its place in the universe. Yeah. There have been gods of luck. There have been, there's, there was an X man named long shot. His, his, yeah. his special ability was, uh, to he, shoot long. <laughs> well, yes. Mm. He also had three fingers on each hand mm-hmm. because he was <laughs> and an alien. One big penis. <laughs> one nice, <laughs> oh, thick donger. <laughs> he also had the most glorious blonde eighties, cock rock mullet nice. that you have ever seen long shot and his special his mutant power was that he was just super lucky the ability to shoot eight ropers straight across from 20 feet away <laughs> um but that is uh that's the ultimate takeaway i think is is if if you're gonna gamble be aware that you're going to be exposed to the fact that the universe is impartial, yeah. random, and chaotic, and does not give a shit about you. Yeah. And if you lose, it is nobody's fault. Right. There, There is not a force conspiring against you. There is no justice. If you win, it's not because you've done something right. Yeah. It is chaos. It is you exposing yourself to the innermost chaotic workings of the universe and you're going to have to fucking live with that. Yeah, right. you're, you're basically exposing yourself to the hard reality that nothing is deliberate. You know, all things right. are most most things are, you know, an outcropping of chance and and uh, circumstance. Yeah. And it's it can I, be very painful and expensive to learn that lesson. By the way, I, here's a picture of long shot. My goodness. <laughs> it's time once again for the long shot. Good night. <laughs> God, I love those guys so much. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, what uh, what kind of time are we at here? Uh, we're we're inching up on uh, one and three quarter hours here. Oh God, one and three quarter hours. That yeah. sounds like a that sounds like a good length good for an episode place. to me. Yeah. yeah, sure. I think we covered kind of all our bases. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk briefly about all the all the little tricks at casinos. The bright flashing lights. The fact that there's no windows or clocks. They in pump casinos. oxygen into the air. Right. Yep. They, yeah. they they they're designed to keep you in there. So, uh, on a serious note, if y'all got anyone who's who's got a gambling problem, yeah, that's an actual serious thing. You should, yeah, seriously. You should yeah, talk like about after that. all this silliness that we have walked around yeah. here, yes, important to note. That yeah, it's real. Yeah, there, it there's nothing happened. wrong with throwing down an occasional bet here and there on sure. a on a football right. game or a hockey game or what have you. But yeah, if <laughs> you you have got to realize that if 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 your desire to see meaning in a in a a field of chaos is too strong. You'll get sucked into it and you'll believe that you deserve to win so badly. Yeah. But luck does not owe you anything. Yeah. And if you got someone who is too deep into that rabbit hole, 
do your best to pull them out. There are hotlines. There are yeah, there are support resources. Yes, you know, around this kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. Gosh, I really feel like playing some hold'em now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, we got the poker set upstairs. Yeah, no we, joke. We play some stupid. Dummy hands of poker. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We haven't done that in a while. You're right. Um, we haven't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, anyway, when we come back, we'll we'll give our recommendations and and uh, what we've learned. All right. And then we'll uh, we'll figure out what the fuck Dave is doing over there. <laughs> just make, just doing the dance from Vogue. I don't know what I'm doing. No, what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. All right, listen up, Chodes. What up, Welcome Chodes? back. Welcome back to What's the Three Dude Cast. We have, we have entered Death Chode 5. <laughs> and we are here we are on code, code Chode Alert. <laughs> we are on, yes, what is, Chode is, Red. Chode Blue. Can we talk about, is, is a Chode in fact a dick that is as yep. wide as it is long? Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's, I just want to make sure I'm using the word correctly. Yeah. Chode Red. <laughs> Mountain Dew Chode Red. <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> mm. So, anywho, so any, anyway, my fellow chodes, we are back at, on the Three Dudes podcast. We have just Hashtag finished my fellow chodes. We have just finished up our topic on gambling. Maybe this is a thing we'll come back to eventually. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll even play some gambling type games on this show. Oh as, man, as would a that be fun? Follow up episode. That would be, I think, a, a neat episode to do. Got to put money up if we're going to do that, though. Yeah, we've talked yeah. How, for how long have we talked about doing like some kind of like low stakes, but definitely like yeah, actual like, money like poker, nickel anti poker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We could definitely do that. Um, so anywho, um, now though is the part of the show where we talk about our recommendations. Yeah, uh, would anyone like to go first, or may I, or or who is willing? Go for it if you want. Yeah, to. you do it. Okay, I um, haven't totally nailed mine down. Okay. Well, my recommendation for this week is the Netflix documentary series Evil Genius. Okay. Um, be careful talking about this because I am go- so going to watch this. I'm going to be very careful talking about it. I'm just going to talk about uh, pretty much the premise. Um, I, I The only thing I can say for sure is that there is a web of intrigue. Uh, a web of intrigue? A web say? of intrigue. This, this, is, this is a case that's deeper than it looks. Uh, so Evil Genius is four episodes. Each episode is an hour long. Um, so, uh, but you won't, it won't even feel like an hour. Like Mm -hmm. it, it gets you so wrapped up and it, um, the dog is resting on my foot. (laughs) Is it adorable? (laughs) It's adorable as hell. I bet it's pretty adorable. Um, so, uh, evil genius is, um, talks about a case that, that, uh, I had heard of before on the internet and, and, uh, Never heard anything about after that because I, I just, I'm, I'm a doofus and I didn't do any research on it. But, um. Uh, this is the case of, of a man named Brian Wells uh, up in Erie, Pennsylvania, which isn't that far from here. Yeah, I know people from Erie. Yeah. Um, so uh, Brian Wells walks into a PNC bank with a an ill-fitting shirt uh, concealing uh, what turns out to be a bomb, yeah. a collar bomb wrapped around his neck and locked into place. Um, he demands money uh uh says there's a live bomb around his neck 
Uh, I, you know what? I actually can't remember if he gets the money because it actually turns out to not be that important to the remainder of the documentary. Right. right. But he, on his way out, he takes a fucking lollipop from the dish and it has it in his mouth and he's leaving. Uh, he's walking with a cane. Uh, this cane, it turns out, is a loaded gun. Um, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Brian Wells is, a, is like a 43 year old man. Um, he's, he's walking with a cane that is actually, it, it holds a, a single shotgun shell, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and is a, is, ass. is a ready and fireable weapon. Well, it sounds like it, but you, you gotta re- remember he's wearing a live <laughs> bomb around his neck. That yeah. is not something a person necessarily does by choice. Right. Yeah. I know um, the story. So naturally, uh, uh, he goes to the nearby McDonald's and the police apprehend him. Um, they, they have him down and, and they realize there's a bomb. So they get, they get some distance from him. He's surrounded by police, uh, you know, probably, I don't know, 20 meters around him. And, and, uh, he's sitting there with this bomb around his neck. He's got some, he's got cuffs on and tells them that the bomb is alive and it's going to go off. And shortly after it fucking goes off. Oh my God. It blasts his upper body apart it kills him pretty much instantly. Um, by the time EOD gets there, uh, they're dealing with remains. They're dealing with the remains of not only Brian Wells, but also the bomb. He's got a, he's got a list with him with instructions, very, very extremely detailed instructions, uh, and warnings about not to disobey or not to deviate from the plan, uh, stops on where to go, where to, you know, like a scavenger hunt. Um, and this ultimately leads into an investigation that spans several years. This happened. The, this incident happened in uh, 2003, I think. Is that 2003 or 2005? Um, but it's it's ver- it's recent enough to be in recent memory. And uh, what what investigators find leads them on this like several year long. Goose chase? Goose chase. <laughs> Goose chase. Well, without, without spoiling whether it's fruitful or not, uh, it does reveal this massive uh, interconnected thing. Yeah. With, with I some, know enough to know they find something, but, uh, but, yeah. but I'm not sure what. Several players involved, several, uh, you know, yada, yada. And the, and the, um, the filmmaker himself, uh, the producer of this film, gets involved and... and uh, Oh really? Does some digging of his own, and and you know talks to the people involved, the suspects in this case, and and uh, which, as it turns out, uh, ties into other criminal cases in the Erie, PA area. Uh, I can't. I I don't want to give away too much. But You're like nervous, fidgeting. I know like, about. Like, I know. I'm, not I'm to, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, trying not um, to say something. So I, I'll I'll tell you this. The documentary opens. And, and uh, it becomes apparent that it's going to center around a woman named Marjorie Deal Armstrong, uh, who, who has had a, a, a roller coaster of a life. Okay. And you'll find out all about Marjorie Deal Armstrong, uh, the other persons of interest in this case. Seriously, like for... for Something that you may have read about on the internet, a, a pizza delivery guy robs a bank with a yes. live bomb strapped to his neck. Yeah. This is just like a one-off, like weird thing that, that uh, comes up on the internet once in a while. Yeah. There is a fucking treasure trove of information uh, there. I gotta, I, I'm going to try to talk to Christy about watching this on Evil Wednesday. Genie. It's not a long watch. You can knock it out in a single night. It's four episodes. Each episode is an hour long. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I highly, highly recommend Evil Genius. I want to see it this will, badly. The way the way it's presented too, it does this great thing where it'll like like a you know like a person of interest you might have thought was inconsequential at first will suddenly become consequential when the narrator goes, "Let me tell you a little bit about this person," and it'll <laughs> go into their childhood and etc. And and you're like, "Oh, this person is going to be central then." Yeah, right. Like. It, it it really is structured in such a brilliant way and it gives you it gives you information, you know, just pieces at a time. You know, it it really it does the job of of what a good documentary should do, which is inform you and keep you hooked. Nice. It really does it does a fantastic job of both of those things. Um and I again I recommend it. Evil Genius on Netflix. Four I'm, episodes. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. I'm going to watch. How this long one. are the episodes? Each? Uh, one hour. One long. hour. Okay. It's like a total of four hours of investment. I will sit in my underwear tomorrow morning and do that while I'm doing laundry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Highly recommend it. Uh, I have two this week, if that's okay. Okay. Uh, the first one is going to be a heavy metal album. It's summertime, which means it's metal season. Somehow. I don't know. It, <laughs> I was going to say, is it? Yeah, I do. I do that to Trisha all the time. I'll, I'll look at her. I'll, I'll start playing heavy metal in the car. I'll go through phases. Morty. <laughs> I'll go through faces. <laughs> really impressed with you. Thank you. I want you to I know, know, I want how, you to know you how, how long I worked to be able to do that. I'm really proud of you. Uh, well, dub dub. The work you put in <laughs> off the air. Just so I could burp be, the word Morty. To be ready for this you podcast. You know, a real talented guy. You know, <laughs> I just, I'm so proud. Um, no, but uh, it, it's, me- I always tell Trisha, it's metal season, it, you know, and it does, it's like, it's winter. That means it's, it's, you know, it's metal season or it's summer. <laughs> that means it's metal season. <laughs> it, just, it just changes arbitrarily depending on what mood I'm in. Um, so it's metal season. So the album that I'm going to recommend to you is an, as a record by uh, the band Mastodon. Oh, uh, okay. Um, the, the album is called Leviathan. And it is a concept album okay. centered around Moby Dick. Fuck yes. Yeah, right. That's oh, really that sounds amazing. Cool. It is just as cool as, as it sounds. Um, <laughs> I'm going to show you the album cover. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's it, it actually you know won all sorts of awards. Mastodon's a really cool metal band. Yeah. Um, but the, the album itself won a bunch of awards. The album cover won a bunch of awards. For being really badass, that's the album cover. Oh, uh, fucking cool, that's right? That's sick. That's the album cover. That looks oh, awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you know, it's a... Moby Dick is way more metal than we give it credit. Yeah. I yeah. Just oh, it's Moby say, Dick is metal as fuck. It's yeah. metal as fuck. Yeah, and Mastodon knew that, and then they <laughs> came out with this album. Um, so it's a concept <laughs> album. There's no, like, direct story. It's just centered around... You know those those yeah. tale, tall tales, right? You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, um, so there's there's songs on this album that are centered around Moby Dick, like "I Am Ahab," "Sea Beast," "Iron yeah. Tusk," which might be <laughs> one of the coolest metal song names ever. Yeah. Metal metal heavy metal incidentally has the coolest song names. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Mastodon has some of my favorites. Uh, "Blood and Thunder" is the Ooh. song that opens the album. Great oh, yeah. heavy metal song name. Uh, great heavy metal riff too. Um, split your lungs with blood and split thunder. your lungs with blood and thunder when you see the white whale. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, <laughs> badass. Uh, they all have a bunch of other like on other albums. They have uh, a bunch of cool song names too, like uh, "Curl of the Burl," 
uh, <laughs> Crusher Destroyer, uh, March of the Fire Ants. Uh, but yeah, no, Leviathan by Mastodon, uh, fucking insanely cool heavy metal album, really cool heavy metal guitar licks on there. Uh, came out in 04. Mastodon, incidentally, is still with the, with their original lineup, still producing uh, really good metal albums. Pretty much every one of their albums has been critically acclaimed, and they're on their like ninth or tenth album right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that right now to my uh, to my Spotify. It's cool. It's heavy. I mean, so like I'm, I mean, it's a fair warning. It, this is like it, oh, this I, is <laughs> uh, this it's it's not like you know crazy you know stab your grandma heavy, but this is this is a fucking heavy record. Um, <laughs> stab your grandma. <laughs> that's what my dad calls like <laughs> a, a heavy metal <laughs> stab your grandma music. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, Iron Tusk. I think they tune their guitars all the way down to B which is uh, three steps below standard tuning to get that crazy heavy sound. I tried to, I tried to uh, uh, swipe uh, the, the, uh, the, the name Mastodon into my phone, and it swiped into Madison, <laughs> which is significantly less metal. Yes. That is, a, that is a little baby white girl name. Yeah. But yeah, dig that one, man. That is, a, that is a cool heavy metal album. It's a really good one to get into Mastodon. And all their songs cool. are really kind of driving. They're odd. I don't know how to explain them. Um, you'll you'll hear these not really weird time signatures, but weird structures and weird noisescape kind of things that sure. they do with their albums. You know, our buddy Mike DeMarco just saw Mastodon. Oh, really? He went to see them on the. the they're on tour right now. He just mm. went to see them. I can't remember. I think he saw them in Philly, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, badass. Yeah, I know. Nice. I was they. I wanted the concert. <laughs> I wanted to see that I didn't get the chance to. Uh, was when Death Clock was touring. Brandon Smalls, you know, from Metalocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was a triple headliner. It was Death Clock, Mastodon, and Lamb of God. <laughs> and the tour had to get delayed right before it came to this area because Randy Blythe got arrested for something uh, overseas that was like, it's a long story, but he got arrested for something that he had that was like bullshit, like some bullshit charge that he I had to wait. I remember hearing about Yeah, this. like months to get. It's like to Eastern get, Europe, right? Yeah, he had to like, like the U.S. government had to get him out of jail because <laughs> he was like being held for months in this jail. Jesus. Um, That's insane. Yeah, only to be found innocent uh, of the charges, you know, having to go back, you know, months later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh, really fucking creative heavy metal work. Um Really crazy guitar riffs. Really like, there's a lot of pick slides in. Uh, that's you know, yeah, like, yeah, real, yeah. a lot of like really good use of noise in any Mastodon album. But check that one out. That's the first Mastodon album I ever heard. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of it lately. So nice. Um, second recommendation I'm going to make is in uh, a TV show on Hulu uh, hmm. called The Path. Um, so The Path is a show starring uh, Aaron Paul, who uh, you guys might remember played uh, Jesse, yep. Jesse Pinkman in mm -hmm. Breaking Bad. Oh, um, right. So dog, what are you doing? <laughs> I think he's. I think he's just being a love bug. The dog has entered the podcast room <laughs> and is just nosing everything. Oh, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it stars Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse Pinkman uh, on Breaking Bad uh, in in this show. Um, Without giving anything away, because this is one of those shows where we talk about, you know, there's certain shows that go through an arc of what seasons are the best seasons. Sitcoms famously, you know, peak out at like seasons six through eight and then, yeah, you know, sure. start to decline. Sure. Um, <clears throat> they jump the shark, so to speak. Yes. And then there's certain shows that like I would say a show like Breaking Bad, where every season 
was continually better than the previous scene season, oh, yeah. culminating in this like excellent crescendo of the yeah. last eight episodes. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy, I would classify in that too, where it was just this arc of every season got better all the way up mm. until the very end. Um, this is no exception. There, there's three seasons. Season three recently came out. It's on Hulu plus or it's on Hulu. Um, but it follows this uh, cult, basically. Uh-huh. The Meyerist cult, who was founded in the 60s by one Steve Meyer. Who, um, I was going to say, I'm sure there's a Meyer involved. Yes. <laughs> um, and they, this is this family that uh, follows the light. Their, their whole worship is towards the light and where the light will lead them and how the light can come into their life and take them. They believe when they die, they will um, end up in the garden which is this place that's covered in light and they'll see all their friends and family. Kind of like how the, the Mormons have their own planet. You know what I mean? Right. It's that same, <laughs> right. It's, it's that same, you know, that same belief where there's this place yeah. specifically for you and your, and your friends and your right. followers, the people who believe this thing, the garden is what they call it. Um, and I don't want to give too much away. Um, but it, it's led, uh, when you, when you start the first season, it, it's, um, you know, there's there there's ten rungs to the ladder. It, it kind of falls a a, a um, uh, you know an upward trend like Scientology. Right. Right. There's ten rungs to the la- ladder, and there's only a select handful that are ten R. You know, tenth rung. Right. Those are like mm-hmm. the initial the people who are there for the beginning. Um, Sounds a lot like Scientology. It's it's kind of led the the main campus, which is in upstate New York, is led by this guy named Cal Roberts. Mm. Uh, he is an 8R. Uh, and hey, then. Okay, no. Go lay down. No, go, go lay down. Go. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you give him attention, he rewards you with groaning. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't for a while. Yeah, he was yeah. doing good okay. there. Uh, but no, it's led by this guy, Cal Roberts, who is going to be the this guy. You're not going to know how to feel about any of the, these characters. You're going to think this guy is the biggest piece of garbage when you start watching the show. Uh, and this is the thing with this show. You're going to go from loving a character one minute to hating their guts the next minute. And it will fluctuate several times throughout your viewing of the show. Certain people you will really love at certain intervals. And then the next episode, you're going to hate them again. Yeah. And it's just going to go back and forth. Um, the one thing I will say about this show uh, that threw me off uh, at first, uh, at least in the first two seasons, is, is that it's paced very strangely. Okay. I don't think that's so much a writing thing. It's certainly not an acting thing. I think it's an editing thing. Um, and it, 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 it's a little funky at first, but if you can get past some of the wonky editing pieces in certain parts of the show, okay. Um, the acting, the uh, every actor in this show more than makes up for it. These guys, these characters, uh, particularly those of um, Aaron Paul's character, um, and I can't remember the guy's name who plays Cal. Um, his character especially is very well characterized and very well performed. Okay. This is a, it, there's two scenes in particular I'm thinking of where they drop big bombshells on you with his character um, that are, are just two of the finest pieces of acting that I've seen on television. Uh, so I don't want to spoil anything because there are some twists and turns in this show. Yeah. Um, and where I'm at right now, they're not enormous, but they're they're big enough that you're going to go, oh, fuck. Right. Um, so, yeah, check out The Path. I, I haven't finished with season three yet, but I'm about halfway through it. I was going to say, so they dropped the third season. Yeah. 
do you know if this is the last season? If they if they're still we don't know yet. I know they just dropped the third season. It's obviously popular enough that they continued with a third, right? Um, Which has thus far been the best season. um, You know, from what I've seen, and it goes, it twists and turns into a lot of really strange places. Okay. Um, I can't, I brought up ayahuasca earlier because that is a focal <laughs> point of this cult. Is that oh, they, nice. they call it the medicine uh, they take? The ayahuasca. Uh, and there's some, some of Granddad's hallucinogen. Right, medicine. right. Well, there's creepy things like when you need to get something out of your system that you you choose to or are forced to be locked in a room, a white room with a cot and a toilet for days or weeks on end, and you just take the medicine. Yeah, that's how doctor's offices yeah, work, right? right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you just, you're in there with your own thoughts and your own, you know. That's scary. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, uh, fuck that. So, but there, there is some, there's some very good acting going on in the show. There's very good family struggles. Um, you know, the, the main family of the show, um, how they interact with each other uh, when certain characters want to leave. Yeah. How that plays out when cer- certain characters want to stay in or return how that plays out interesting um, now, now what is the show called again? it's called the path and it's on hulu the path um i want to watch this it's very good it, it, give it give it time because the first like all the way through the first season i was thinking like this is just good enough for me to keep watching it right and the second season is like okay this is getting better and then they hit the ground running hard there's some really two scenes i'm thinking of in particular where i was like okay I'm into it now. I'm there. in the third season. Sure. Uh, in the late second season, then in the third season. Okay. Um, I can't. I can't show them to you without spoiling <laughs> anything. Right. I yeah. wish I could. I wish I could. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's it's really good if you have Hulu. You know, it's it's worth a watch. Okay. Um, you know, enjoy that one. That's on my list. I want to watch that one. <laughs> it's a good one. It seems good. I love. I love Aaron Paul. Yeah, he's very good in yeah. the show. He's very good in the show. Um, I, I can't remember the guy who plays Cal. Uh, he is just as good as Aaron Paul's. Is he a guy we'd know from other things? Yeah, or? you'll recognize his face immediately. Okay. Uh, you, you're you're going to know him as like, uh, I think he actually played Dexter's brother in Dexter, if you ever saw that. Hmm. I did watch some of Dexter, but I can't. Oh, wait. Oh, I remember the. Um, oh, his brother. I never watched Dexter. Uh, there's a very dramatic arc involving his brother. It's mm. like the probably like end of the first season, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to find Hugh Dancy is his name. Hugh Dancy. You're gonna Hugh Dancy. He plays Hubert Dosi Do. He plays Cal Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, it's uh, you're gonna you're gonna recognize his face when you see him. He's been in several things. In my head, he looks a little bit like a Bizarro Dennis Reynolds. Kinda. You're close. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Hugh Dancy. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what anything. I recognize him from, but I know I recognize his face when I saw him. He looks really. like he could be a stock Russian henchman. Yeah, <laughs> he's very good in the show. He, he's. Uh, I, I will say this: he's very good at playing Aaron Paul's adversary. Um. Okay. Eddie Lane is uh, Aaron Paul's character's name. So Cal Roberts is very good at certain parts, at certain points, in being Eddie's adversary. Nice. Um. But watch the path uh, without rambling on too much. Yeah, uh, very I good. See, I want to see this. Gets better. Gets better and better. Uh, I will recommend, <clears throat> I'm going to keep this brief. There is a show uh, based on a podcast. I possibly have recommended this before. I can't remember. 
but I would like to recommend the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV show. Okay. So the the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast is many years old now, and it, it's basically it's run by three brothers, obviously, uh, the McElroy brothers. And, and it's, it's like three an, brothers. It's just, you know, it's just called three brothers. An it's asteroid called, strikes. It's just called three brothers. <laughs> um, it's <clears throat> it's uh, the premise is that it's an advice show. So people will email in with questions about things and then they'll, you know, make sort of silly, stupid recommendations or whatever. It's, you know, mostly a comedy. Um, silly, the, stupid recommendations, you say? <laughs> yeah. It's called silly, stupid recommendations. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, that doesn't sound f- familiar at all. So they did a uh, they did a TV show based on this podcast. I think it came out last year, and it was on CISO. You remember CISO? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. CISO since has uh, been shuttered. Yes, and a lot of their programming has gone over to Verve. Okay. And Verve is a paid subscription service. 80s indie band, The Verve. <laughs> the Verve. <laughs> uh, Verve VRV. Oh. oh, okay. Um, it's uh, so a lot of their content is paid uh, oh. to you know to watch it on Verve, but this is one of the few things that they have that's free for people to watch. Mm. Um, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Um, the one of my favorite episodes of this show. Someone writes in to you know ask the guys, how can I get my wife to agree to have a tarantula in the house? <laughs> right he just wants to have a pet tarantula so he writes for advice like on, you do you know and the guys decide the best way to do this is to rebrand the tarantula <laughs> rebrand the tarantula i love right? it right rather than just try to I focus on like you know this very specific person and his problem they decide they're going to rebrand the tarantula at large. They start calling them ranchos, which is stupid and cute. And um, they try to have a tarantula parade, a rancho parade. Oh, rancho parade! Uh, and they try to uh, you know convince people that they're uh, you know that, that they're you know adorable and all that. And it's it's a really silly. They try to get celebrity endorsements, so they actually <laughs> like call celebrities' offices trying to get. Celebrities to come and join them for the Rancho Parade, and that's hilarious because they can't even get through it without laughing. Um, so there's a lot of fun episodes of this show. I think it's six episodes long, really, and they've been teasing a second season. So Verve has been like, you know, tweeting, you know, you guys want a second season essentially, and people of course flip out because it's like, oh, they know they're listening to us, you know. Um, but I would really recommend watching the show. It's free. It's on Verve. Free. It's for free. Uh, at uh, <laughs> Verve or VRV.com, probably, or I don't know. It's, it's on Verve. My brother, my brother, and me. Yeah. I remember a, a, a show on Nickelodeon in the 90s. Uh, Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> Cousin Skeeter. Uh, oh my God, I forgot about Cousin Skeeter. Jesus Christ. No, it was just called My Brother and Me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't remember much about it. It was about a kid and his brother. Yeah. The secret oh. world of Alex Mack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the secret world of Cleveland Browns center Alex Mack. <laughs> so, yeah. My recommendation, watch My Brother, My Brother and Me. All it's right. really good. It's very wholesome. Watch, also watch Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> My recommendation Cousin is watch Cousin Skeeter. Skeeter. Jesus fucking Christ. If you can find it anywhere.
<laughs> what a stupid show. <laughs> they never talk about the fact that he's a puppet. <laughs> you're, like, you're like dying right now. <laughs> Look, it's a genetic disorder, and he's embarrassed about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that you really know. what it was? Is just yeah, he's a puppet, he's a puppet. He's and no one knows. Brings it up. No, nobody mentions it. It's just it's a normal part of life. Again, because <laughs> because it's rude to bring it up, Chris. It's rude to bring up it's when your family to- member <laughs> is a fucking puppet. How stupid he is! He's oh wearing my, the, he's wearing oh the my god. Hat. Oh yeah, that's amazing. That. Oh my god, <laughs> it, that's so dumb. He's oh. just—he's just a little puppet, <laughs> a little puppetized cousin. fucking Gary Coleman <laughs> cousin and Skeeter, cousin Skeeter. And you're not supposed oh. to bring it up. That's rude. It's a condition. Oh, it's a condition. <laughs> oh, that would explain why they never brought it he up. He struggles with this. <laughs> he struggles with being a puppet. Oh, that's funny. Boys. Okay. What have we learned? What have we learned? I learned that Jews do not actually run the world. Yeah. Don't. Uh, I just wrote Coney puns ad nauseum. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wrote Coney's baloney pony had a Coney with bony. <laughs> I learned that uh, that not even curlers know really what curling no, is. No, they really don't. I just wrote down a fairly robust hatred of the gay community. <laughs> oh, my God. Fairly robust. <laughs> Robust. Uh, I wrote that old people love wee bowling. I forgot all about yeah, that. Wee bowling, man. Old yeah. people love bowling, bowling without standing up. Um, I I learned that the house loves and hates you. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, I, I I learned that I just wrote. Oh God, I wrote Disney. Let us come in your family. <laughs> Disney just wants to come in your family. Yeah. I wrote uh, that uh, Stretch Armstrong is made of horse. Yes. Ground up horses. Disney wants to come in your family while dressed as a mouse. (laughs) Dressed as a giant anthropomorphic mouse in a a, a tuxedo with coattails. Uh, Well, you know, I'm not here to king shame a corporation. Whatever they're into is whatever they're into. Corporations are people. Yes, and some of uh, them are perverts. I, I learned that you shouldn't neglect video poker necessarily. No, you shouldn't. I learned that men will bet on anything. <laughs> anything. Yeah. We have anything else? I have a couple more on here. That's it. That's all I yeah, got. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I wrote that Lady Luck is a fickle whore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a slute. A slute. A slute. A slute. It's a new thing I heard uh, today. And a I common learned, gooter slute. I, I learned that also we are very burpy. A very, uh, very burpy. This has been a burpy episode. Morty. Burpiest yeah. ever. Yeah. It's uncharacteristically burpy, even for us. I know. Uh, Morty. Morty. Oh, God. God. Well, fucking well, that Jesus. You're, are you okay? Did you burp into your head somehow? No, I'm just, uh, I'm so full. Ooh. Anywho, this has been <laughs> the Three Dudes Podcast. <laughs> this has been the Three Dudes Podcast. Yes, with we, we Gassy, hope, Burpee, and uh, and uh, Sniffly. We hope that whatever you guys do, you do it to the best of your abilities and hopefully without running anyone over. Yep. Yeah. And uh, until next time, uh, when when Dave will be hosting. That's right. Which, uh, unfortunately, will be like three weeks from now. Oh, that's man. right. Unless we find oh, a way to right. do it outside we of should, Tuesdays. Uh, we, we should, should, we should well, find a way. We'll see if we can do it. Well, well yeah. now. Yeah.
Okay. Yeah, we, we should we should we should make a concerted Let's effort to that. not make so, people wait. Yeah, yeah. So we're not we're not we're not calling a, a hiatus right now, but we're about uh, right. let's let's we'll we'll talk we'll talk amongst ourselves. Oh, you, 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 you guys don't need to hear any of this uh, any of this top secret discussion. This is for privileged dudes only. <laughs> um, so. But it, but until next time, whenever that may be, uh, do good and and please again. I must stress: don't run anyone over. No, <laughs> please don't. You know who you are. Yeah, stop stop doing that. Stop it. Uh, we will see you as soon as possible. Yes, watch we'll- cousin Skeeter. <laughs> watch cousin Skeeter. All right, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>